All right, so the good news about tonight is that the dog can poison it doesn't actually matter. Yeah, it's actually adds it. Well, last we did one of these, we were in a bar, so... Oh, all right, that helps. Yeah. We weren't at a bar, we were at a hotel. In a bar, the bar in the hotel. That wasn't open. There there was, like, music playing in the background and stuff. (laughs) I'm trying to make Jackie not stress out about the dogs being everywhere. I've just asked Luke to come get them. Brian just won't help out at all. Um, All right, so here we are. It's it's weird to do this because, like, I've done this... For all the other podcasts, we don't do this for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Bobby Shortle. I'm here with Jackie Turner. Hello. Bob Ryer. Good evening. Mr. Brian Verderosa. Hello, but who's Jackie Turner? Oh, he's yeah. right. Jackie Ormond. That's the first time I've yeah. ever Ooh. said it out loud. That's true. Interesting little fact. My mother-in-law lives in the uh, like at the end of the driveway, a little cottage, also called Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. So now there are two Jacqueline Ormonds at the exact same address. Yeah, there is. That can't super be awkward. No, when I get like dildos delivered and they go to my mother-in-law <laughs> by mistake, it's super embarrassing. All those dildos, you're all, always getting delivered. Um, Every fucking week. <laughs> Every week with the dildos being delivered, huh? Right. Um, so, and but joining us for the first time ever, uh, Mr. Justin Riley. Ahoy, ahoy. Uh, Justin is uh, the man behind the scenes. He does the audio production, the effects, the soundscapes. Um, makes Brian's mic listenable, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not disputing this. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so this is the first time he'll be joining us on mic. Justin, thank you so much for making the trek. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Um, it wasn't too bad of a drive. <laughs> it was a New York drive, so... Yeah. You know, yes, exactly. Used to it, it is what it is. Um, yeah, so we are here. This is a little interesting, because we're doing an out-of-character episode, obviously. It's an interesting thing because um, Justin hasn't heard the last two episodes. Yes, I will. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. Spoiler alert! Oh, <laughs> Which is going to be fun because I'll get to learn right now. Yeah, we'll learn stuff. Uh, by the time you're all hearing this, uh, you will have all heard the episodes, obviously. But uh, at this point, we're before Christmas. Um, Justin hasn't heard the last two episodes. Uh, one of them he wouldn't hear anyway, otherwise because I'm super late giving it to him. So oh, it's okay. <laughs> that's uh, that's part of the other thing. Um, so Justin's going to learn, unfortunately, probably some of the stuff that happened at the end of the. Well, I can start making notes on sound already. The end of the season, yeah. um, right now. Uh, so Lots last of screaming and chickens. It's a little giveaway. I don't right? think we Just had like... any chickens. I'm joking. You wanted her him to do the chicken. Yeah. I always want chickens. Yeah. I do love underlaying chickens under right. Bobby's <laughs> voice. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, I wanted to kick it off um, and ask, I'll, I want to ask all three of the players, um, of, well, let's just say Brian plays Henley, Jackie plays Therese, and Bob plays Julian, we should say that. Um, I think it's quite obvious, but <laughs> yes. I just wanted to, to say that. Um, we are, oh man, I guess it's what, Brian, like 15 months since we started? Yeah, it was like late July, early August of 16. Yeah, I think it was more like late-ish August that we got started. Sure. Uh, with with the actual like game. Um, mm. But yeah, so we're about 15 months in. When we all started this, none of us had ever played Dungeons & Dragons before. I would say I still haven't played Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> as badly great. as I have. You're doing great. Some of us didn't know what a D20 was. Some of us still don't know what a D20 is. Um, Bob raises hand. Uh, but uh, now we're 15 months in... And uh, we finished our first campaign. The dogs are just going crazy. I can hear him growling. I thought it was some kind of interference. It's, it's no. the dog. Uh, that's, no, that's my tummy. Um, oh my god. We we've gone through the first camp full campaign, and uh, Brian, you're going to be taking over uh, 
for for me and I'm going to be playing. So I'm going to start with you. How did you feel about the experience, Brian? Uh, I mean, as, as most, this is not so terrible, as most uh, endeavors that I join Bobby in go, um, you know, he asks, do you want to do this thing? And I say out loud, fuck yeah. And in my head I go, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, 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 I had no like passion to learn. But I did think, hey man, like I've, I've all, I have no idea what this is about, and uh, I'd like to understand more. And and it's nice being a little bit removed, you know, as an adult from the, but like that, but that's like the nerd game, right? <laughs> like, like and, and not caring about that stuff, and and thinking like, well, all right, this is just a hole in my pop culture, you know, game knowledge, and let's try and fill it, and and maybe I'll hate it. I, I have no idea, um, and I think definitely in the beginning I was like. There are too many rules, too many things to write down and remember. And like, it's not both of those things. You do, you write them down so you don't have to remember them, Brian. Um, and I just start. I, I I realized after the first like maybe two or three times we'd recorded, like I'm like I'm having so much fun. Like it doesn't feel like a thing I'm just doing because I said I would do it, which are things I have done before. Um. And I and I, re- I was really enjoying it and, and and getting to ham it up and yeah realizing that there aren't really any rules uh, it's nope. just whatever you feel like as not long that you guys have to remember well that only <laughs> yeah. yeah. took us four or five yeah. months you know we we yeah, right. yeah. Um, so so yeah I, I I realized that I was really enjoying doing it and I and I knew that we were at the tip of the iceberg and I wanted to explore it further. Um, and, and, and Bobby, I know that you're very lenient with some with some things. <laughs> um, you you were a relatively benevolent dungeon master, I would say. I would say definitely, <laughs> yes. Because there were many times you could have just been vindictive for no other reason than to stick it to us, and mm-hmm. that didn't happen. Oh, you mean like those times where we're like, we'd like to walk forward past this door? You're dead. <laughs> Maybe like those ones. Well, I feel like that was like the fear that you all had, like the first like three four months we were doing it. Yeah. Was that at any point I was just going to kill you if yeah. you went, if you took the wrong move? Uh, oh, definitely. You started getting really infuriated because we would spend twenty minutes deciding whether we wanted to roll the dice. <laughs> twenty yeah. minutes is generous, okay? Yeah. Twenty minutes, what, what, guys, guys. What if we don't roll? Like, yeah. What if we just stay here? We'll and circle see what the fire happens? side. Yeah. yeah. Twenty minutes is awful generous for some of those things. <laughs> um, we have a question later on about what gets cut out of the episodes, and this will kind of rip back in into yes. that. I think. Um, yeah, I mean. There are uh, there are a lot of rules. There are a lot of rules. There, that's why there are three books just dedicated to and, telling people the rules. And a new one just came out. And a new one just came out. And, uh, um, Oops. <laughs> uh, but the nice thing about the game is that um, the way I always thought about it was like if I was designing a video game in real time and I was able to turn like sliders up and down, that's kind of what I would do during our, our playing. More important to me than us getting the roles right uh, and all the rule sets right, which we never did, what was to make sure that the story was able to progress. Not just the story I wanted to tell, but the story that ended up coming out of the three of you guys' conversations and talking. Um, you know, Jackie, right around the time you started doing this show, yeah. uh, you were leaving another <laughs> show. <laughs> See, I, 
I have a similar thing that Brian does. Whenever Bobby says to me, hey, you want to do this new thing? I'm like, yeah, but how long till I can quit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how, well, long, how long do I have to commit? <laughs> do I have to show up every time? Or is it going to be okay if I like don't show up half the time? Exactly, exactly. Wh- so Bobby, ba- ba- Bobby was basically like, right, we're going to record it at your house, so you have to show up. <laughs> Once a month. <laughs> Once a month. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and part of, part of my, my thing was when I started doing this show, I was joining Talking Games, right. but I was leaving Talking Comics, and I had wanted to make sure that I still got to do a podcast <clears throat> with Bob, um, so, I had to figure, so I wanted to figure out something to do for that, and B, I had, part of the reason that I was excited to join Talking Games was because Jackie was on it, <laughs> and I didn't get to see Jackie as much anymore because she was doing Talking Games, Oops. and then she quit Talking Games when I, when I joined. We had the same time as Bobby announced he was joining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it was good. <laughs> It was a good things. We're not sure what announcement came first. We're just going to leave that. Um, so I was like, okay, let me see if Jackie wants to do this. Um, uh, you know, other than the fact that also I, I knew that you'd both be good at it. You know, I, I was excited to be on a podcast with you guys again to make sure we had a reason to hang out at least once every two weeks. You know, it was... As you get older, it gets harder to do that, right? It gets harder to program times in. That's yeah. what Dungeons & Dragons seems like it's for. Right, so yeah, like exactly. scheduling your hangout time. Yes, yeah, like, exactly. Like, Which honestly is what I have used podcasts for for the last 10 years of my life, is like, make sure I see these people once a week, is yeah. I, I do this, you know? Um, or at ma- least, very least, get a t- phone message or a text message from me saying I can't make exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and it becomes, you know, it, it makes it's very easy to lose track of time when you get it, when you start to get older. And this is like a good way to keep, you know, keep those friendships. And you, under the guise of I'm, I have to do it because it's work. <laughs> you know, it, it's like it's like fake work. So it's like yeah. you, in your mind, it occupies the same space all the time. So you feel like if I don't do this, I'm. I'm squelching on a responsibility, not just saying I can't hang out tonight because I have other stuff to do. All of a sudden, we've solved why I don't show up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're um, here. We're here. I also, it's yeah. like, I also have it as a work thing, and I'm not as responsible. <laughs> it, it sounds a lot like being in a band, actually. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, I think it's all the same yeah, kind of philosophy, it's all right? Very oh similar. God. <laughs> uh, and you know, Brian and I hadn't done a, a podcast together since we had first started talking comics, and he quit. That's true. Two months before it became popular. Um, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's very generous. I would say two weeks. <laughs> and we'll never, ever be allowed to live it down. No, no, never, never, never. So, so that was my image of bringing the group together. We had a plan. We had other, uh, other people. We had asked Jay, your now husband, to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife to do it. And uh, from what I've learned a lot is that people who don't, haven't done podcasts before, sometimes it's very tough to get them to start doing it. Right. Because there's like a this sort of idea of what am I going to say? What's yeah. what's the yes. thing? I mean, when I when I got you guys to do talk family oh, remix five, oh, eight God. years ago, whatever it was now, like um, I was the worst. <laughs> I came with scripted bits <laughs> and yeah. made you participate. Yes, Jackie's corner. Yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but but that was better than you reaching for a movie of the week on the shelf in my store. 
That was the best. Yeah, I, we used I, to record I, and to, yeah. To be totally honest with you, it's like an exercise in masochism that I keep doing podcasts with Jackie and I, with Brian. I don't understand. I, I, I thought that when he asked me, that was one of my very first thoughts when he asked me about this D and D one. Is like, why does he keep asking me to do podcasts? Then he just gets annoyed when I quit or I don't show up. Why does he keep asking? All right, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, but I will say because your participation is golden in this entire process, you have been the most reliable of anybody. Really? Yes. Yeah. And that's yeah. like, um, Bob, Bob, Bob. <laughs> No, it's true. I'm growing up. Thank you nope. much. There was a night I forgot. Yeah, Bob <laughs> Bob that, that was hilarious. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was like, I don't think Bob's coming. <laughs> was, that, was that the night? Was that the night? The same night that I uh, I tried calling Reese's, which is no, Bob's. that was that was a totally different that night. Was that was like house. just a hanging out night. Yes. Like, let's call Bob. We don't know where he is. Bob doesn't have a cell phone. People know this by now. I'm yeah. guessing. Yes. Listening to this podcast. But we happen to know where his favorite bar is, where you can mm-hmm. almost always find him if he's not at home on a yes. Wednesday night, especially. Yes. Yeah. So that, that led to That's me helpful. with my accent calling a very crowded bar at the weekend <laughs> and saying, Bob. <laughs> what Bob grey long hair what no sorry we don't sell that no <laughs> that's and that's everybody like listening kind of whiskey, yeah. as everybody listening as I proceeded to shout Bob with grey hair down the phone <laughs> well it was funny because before uh, she called she goes I don't want to call they're not going to re- understand me yeah I'm like what are you talking about Jackie like it's like you have a weird accent you're, and you're asking for someone named Bob <laughs> yeah exactly what could be the problem what could yes. go wrong Bob. what yeah. could go wrong exactly um but, uh, I, I, I want to clear my name here because there have been those nights where it's like, oh, Jackie just can't do it. <clears throat> and I'm like, what? Not <laughs> as often. Not as often. And also, yeah. I've given a few days notice rather than just, sure. Bobby, I'm hungover, I'm not coming. I will say the, the story <laughs> of you being, you, you're like two months on Doctor Who cast. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. I, number one, don't remember that. Sounds like me, though. No, not you. Uh, no, no. about Jackie. Yeah. Jackie. Doctor Who cost because it was 11 o'clock on a Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. Jackie would be like, I can't come, I'm sick. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, okay, you're sick. Yeah, champagne flu. I used to get it every Sunday morning. No, Brian, you were super reliable as well. I, but I want to know why I don't get the accolade for most reliable. Brian. Because you won the Scrabble tournament, Brian. Just to <laughs> okay, like, wait, wait. I, I got to throw this out there. you're ahead. Yeah. Hey. Jeez. I'm actually not ahead, though. <laughs> You are a very hairy one. <laughs> oh, lordy. Um, hey, Brian. Yes, sir. I just have to ask a question. I, in my time in this various... Airing of grievances instead of... Talking, talking, yes, that's what we're doing now. In all these various talking enterprises, accepting that we were all sitting at Bobby's one night and we all recorded an Oscar thing, I've even been invited to, to speak on Talking Value and the show's in Japan. <laughs> How come, how come I've never been on Talking Movie? Ooh. Or even asked, no less. Ooh. Just saying. It's mm. a good question, Brian. Guys, uh, you're, you guys are cutting out. <laughs> <laughs> Brian doesn't like the yeah, Brian doesn't like right? showing up. That's what it is. Yeah. Right? Because um, then okay. Bob will come on it, and the next week, hold all on, your listeners will be like, why are we listening to you, Brian? Why can't Bob come on every week? I don't have a good answer, but I'm okay. going to try it. I'm, I'm going to try and make one up right now. Okay, okay, I like that. I like it. But but, but I believe this comes from, from a real subconscious place. We just identified you as the luddite, the one that does not have a cell phone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh-huh. so I do have a I, laptop and Skype. Yes. 
I may have thought, like, how would he do it if he wasn't around other equipment? Brian. I'd phone it in. Like, Trevor Bob Robbins. has been doing talking comics for two and a half years without me or whatever yeah. at this point. <laughs> that excuse sounds like you oh definitely God, put yeah, it out your ass. Time. A year and a half, not two and a half years. Um, but anyway, let's go back to let's Dungeons go back and to Dragons. Oh, no, but, but I, but I want, Bobby, I wanted to ask you. Yes. You just said a few moments ago, like, I knew you'd be good at it. How? <laughs> like, we... we, we None of us had done this before. Well, I'll tell you. So, I'll tell you one thing. Well, yeah. I, I I asked Brian to be dungeon master the first time around because oh. uh, he's super meticulous and like <laughs> very rules oriented, uh, and I knew that he would come up with good stuff. Uh, he didn't want to do that, but my idea was simply this. I mean, Brian, I know that you're a creative person, right? We we've done a lot of creative endeavors together. Sure. Yep. Um, and with Bob and Jackie, we had spent. Wait, wait, what was the name of the musical you wanted to write? Oh, I don't remember. I, I, I'll, I'll remember. I'll remember. Okay. okay. Um, uh, we did write one song for it, though. Uh, That's true. There, um, Bob and Jackie, when we do these, Hall- they do these Halloween movies that we had done. Oh, they're the best. Basically, the way we wrote the Halloween movies was the way that we do a D&D campaign, which mm. was that, that we was came with that. ideas, and then we just riff on the ideas until yeah. we had yeah. a, We'd sit down and a talk thing. about a story right. until Some it came get thrown away, they, yeah. they spin off the outside. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, while we were shooting it, mo- most yes. of the time, that's not we had a couple meetings, and we'd write notes, and we'd, right. but, but I knew from that we'd be able to, that A, we game to perform it, for one thing, yes. and B, that you could think on your feet and come up with improvisational things, you know, because that's what D&D really is, it's just a game of improv right. that, has a, that has a set of rules baked around it, where sometimes you have to roll dice to kill monsters or And nothing says improv like a Wednesday evening with me and Bob on the top of ladders with mustard bottles attached exactly. to Exactly, exactly. Very resourceful. Exactly. How do we do that? Yeah, that was that was good. Trying to hit each other with the bottles of mustard. Very resourceful, flying yes. mustard bottles. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, so that if people are actually wondering, and I'll I'll, I'll link to it um, in the in the show notes for this one. But like, those movies are really what gave me the idea for this group to do it, um, which is why I wanted Jay to do it because Jay was always amazing yeah. at doing that stuff. Especially right. playing a character. He's great at playing a character. Well, that's the he great thing. He couldn't play Jay, though. Yeah. He couldn't play Jay, this but he was great at playing a character. Yes. That's the wonderful thing with my husband is he's been in these movies with us, and we've literally had him jerk off in almost every single movie, mm-hmm. like do some ridiculous mm-hmm. scene. signature move. So, like, pizza, <laughs> to cheese, like, mm-hmm. all these ridiculous... And he'll do all that. And then in one of the movies, we one of the scenes was we wanted to do a straight-to-camera talk with mm. Jay, the person, yeah. rather than Jay, the actor. And it was the most that's cringeworthy... Weird. Awkward. He couldn't do it. An hour, do it. An hour, it seemed he like. He couldn't it. be himself. No, no. no. <laughs> could not do it. Why do you like making these movies, Jay? Uh, what am I supposed to say? Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, so it was ridiculous. But so, Jackie, I mean, how have you felt about playing the game and learning the game? And Well, again, very similar to Brian. I was like, why is he asking me? But yeah, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> and... Again, Brian mentioned this, but, um, you know, you go through, especially at our age, it's, it's cool now. Like, Luke, my son, is 13, and he's a nerd and proud of it. Mm-hmm. But when I was growing up, it wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. So now you kind of get to that point where, uh, first of all, I don't care what people think if it is nerdy. Right. And second of all, it's okay that it's nerdy because that's okay now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's acceptable now. So I was fine, like, with getting over that stigma attached to it. Um, 
and then it's just the same thing it was just like all right this will be fun like we you know me and you bonded and bob bonded over nights playing pub trivia and then back to our house to play board games till three in the morning mm-hmm. so we've always our whole friendship has always been based around like playing silly mm-hmm. games yeah. and so it was just like another game to learn yeah so cool yeah it's yeah. fun what about you about bob say bob oh, like every i think is the opposite of you and brian which is every time I ask him to do a podcast, says no. he says no. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. He says no. He goes, no. That's not for me. Um, I said yes first and then no about 12 hours later. It's true. <laughs> um, so and I think we talked about your reticence when, when you started on the mm-hmm. last out of character. Yeah. But now that we are, you know, you know, 15 months in, we're done with our first campaign. We're, we're moving on to, to the next section. Um, like, how do you feel now? Here's the thing. I, I this is gonna sound really hideously ass kissing, <laughs> but it's what you brought to this. You allowed three complete newbies to find their way in a in a gentle fashion, prodding where it needed to be, extolling when we did something right, which early on didn't happen a whole lot. <laughs> But to me, it was all these rules. How, how am I ever going to figure this out? Yeah. I can remember the plot of a movie that came out 50 years ago that I've seen <laughs> once. And I can't remember what happened last week. <laughs> but you find a way to bring us back in. And the camaraderie we all shared, I think, is so evident in, in what's happening. I wouldn't have traded what we did here for the last 15 months for anything. This was really special. Yeah, and it was definitely the same as you. It was very overwhelming when you first go in, like, you know, you handed us those player sheets. Mm-hmm. And even now, I still have to have you, you're like, oh, it pulls off of this. I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay. Where? Huh? Don't, don't worry. <laughs> I played D&D with people who have played for 10 years almost and right. still have to look all it's like, Yeah, it's, it's very <laughs> overwhelming. And I felt like the first couple we did, I definitely felt like, oh, all right, maybe this wasn't a great idea. Mm-hmm. Especially like... Another great story is Bobby. Uh, I don't think you've bought it for us. We bought me and Jay Game of Thrones, the board game. Oh, yes. And it's kind of like Risk times a thousand. Yeah. I've and heard it's a about fantastic it, yeah. game. It's like Risk with a D and D element, like almost yeah, like exactly. level on top of it. Yeah. Really is what and it's, it's like. an awesome, awesome game. Mm-hmm. But when we first bought it, we opened the box, we took out the board, then we took out the instruction manual, and it's about twenty pages. <clears throat> yeah. So our very next step was to text Bobby and say, Bobby, can you please come over and read this manual and teach us how to play this game? <laughs> so, you know, he kind of did the same thing with this. It's like, you know, I was overwhelmed, but he led us through and was like, right, don't worry, just try this or try yeah. that. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll say, and I think Justin will probably back me up because he has a lot of experience on this. When you're the dungeon master, you kind of have to live the rules. Yeah. So it's even though it's a harder job, it's easier to get a handle on the rules because everything you do, you have to know what the rule is behind it so you can kind of have yeah. a basis for what you're yeah. doing. Cause or at I, least know where to look it up. It'll, know look it up, exactly. Yeah. Not memorize it, but know where yeah. to look it up. And you look up stuff enough, you start to learn it, right? Yeah. Uh, but for me, I, ne- I didn't want to be holding to the rules, but I never wanted it to feel like it was unfair. Like there was no basis... Right. If I decided to do something that was like harsh, there needed to be a basis in the rules. I go like, look, this is just the way it goes. You know, we can bend it where we need to bend it, but I want to make sure that it, when we fall, if there's anything we are going to fall back on, we can fall back on the rules. Um, but you know, for me, like those first couple of recording sessions, my notes were like, I'm getting attacked. Were like right two now. or three pages oh of there text where I had like. 
I would have like the like dialogue that was going to be said from my NPC characters, mm. and then like if there was going to be a battle, here were the character like sheets on the on the piece of paper, mm-hmm. like with their hit points and their everything. Here was like the rule, like if if I need to remember a rule specifically, it was like written on that sheet. Um, especially the biggest one of that was the one when we did the when Henley met Julian one. I had like pages and pages of stuff written out because not only was it a new thing for me it was also we had Mara coming in who knew how to play yeah. and I, I didn't want to like be caught unawares if anything was going to happen so that was that was a big part of how I started um, but as we went along honestly like I ended up like ditching a lot of that like that you kind of have to you kind of have to at a certain point like if, if you know the world that you're building yeah you can just kind of improv on it. Yeah, totally. Like, and my problem too was jazz like instead of classical exactly. music. Yep. Yep. For the first adventure, I was using that the the starter adventure as like a guide, and I would find that when I was using it, if it if we would go a certain place, I would feel like I would have to go back to the book to look what was supposed yeah. to happen, and I didn't need to do. And I was like, I don't need to do that. Like, uh, it's like it's like forgetting a line if you're in a play. Like, the only person who knows you for getting the line is you. Like, nobody out there knows what the line's supposed to be. Yeah. So just make it up. Right. Especially in this was all improv, so just make it up. And, and, and so after we recorded one of them where I was, like, kind of being very beholden to the book, after that, I just put the book away. I was like, I can't do this. If I need to look something up, I'll look it up. But I'm not going not gonna to have, like a, like, a Bible in front of me that I have to feel like I have to, mm-hmm. to I was follow. definitely Although- concerned with getting some feedback that was less than <laughs> friendly about you know, if we weren't a hundred percent correct on everything. Yeah, I mean, I think that happens in every game, though. Like everyone, everyone plays it a little differently, anyways. Right. So, mm-hmm. Look, well, for our talking comics enterprise, we've had some negative feedback. Yes, some very negative feedback. Mm. I, you try to address it as a teaching moment, and I yeah. think I, some of the back and forth we've had with gamers is, I, I love that you guys are new to this. Mm-hmm. And you're experiencing, and you're making mistakes, but doing things we wouldn't have thought of. Mm-hmm. Great, and for those people who were new to it as we were, they were thrilled. Yeah, the yeah. Feedback we got was, I now understand this in a way I couldn't have because all I ever see is people who know what they're doing, and it's so intimidating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We made the same dopey mistakes over, <laughs> over again. Yeah, and but we all learned. Right. And well, we end up having a great time doing it. Yeah, yeah I, I just listened, re-listened to the first, like, eight episodes in the last couple of days. And from what I just edited the last time, <laughs> I'm like, wow. Like, they're just, they're living the game now yeah, more. Yeah. Okay. And, like, yeah. you're not, like, I mean, I'm sure you're not editing out as much uh, rules things at this point. Right? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I, the only thing, <laughs> funny, I want to get to that when we get to talk about the, yeah, I, yeah. the question. Because I definitely want to talk about that. Because it's, it's, it's a common, like, question from people. Right. But going back to what Bob said, when we started talking comics, right, my idea was I've never really read comics on a regular basis, um, you know, and neither had Brad and neither had Steve, really, really no, mm-hmm. and neither. And I, and I had said no. And he had said no. <laughs> and Brian, wow. but Brian used to, but didn't anymore. So yep. it was all of us sort of like using the New 52 as a springboard to mm-hmm. read comics again. And my idea was... When I tried to listen to comic book podcasts at that time, it was all—it was very hard for me to listen to them yeah. because they all talked in a jargon, right, in a lingo that I couldn't 
penetrate because I didn't know it. Yeah, you're supposed point. to know this huge, vast yeah. like, right. history like, before you yeah, even start it's listening. It's that clicky thing of, uh, you know, it's designed to make you feel like an outsider. Yeah, it's a gatekeeping something. thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a guitar store nerd thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's Brian. Every, all of those, <laughs> any, any single practice you can possibly think of, whether it be music or movies or video games or comics, yes. it exists everywhere, right? Comics especially hard because it's it's it's, it's a niche industry. Right. Brian, Brian, we lost Brian for a little bit, but he's back now. Um, okay, uh, comics itself is a niche industry, so yeah, and uh, with a massive, massive history, as massive well. history, yeah, um, and a, and a very convoluted history, an yeah. incredibly yeah. convoluted history. So my idea, my idea was like, look, we're I'm not going to be an expert on this stuff, but hopefully for people who are like me, they're going to listen and be like, I can actually listen to this because you don't know everything about what you're talking about. And a lot of the feedback we got back then was that exact thing. was like, yeah. I've never been, I'm just getting into it. I've never listened to it before. It's very welcoming. Thank you very much. And so when we started this, and this is also just probably a thing in my personality, which is like, I, let's just like, let's, I'll just learn as I do it. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I have no ego about like saying I don't know something. Which I think right. is you know, the endearing thing about <laughs> like these podcasts. Right, 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 right. Yeah, we're, we're not looking ridiculous to anyone. Yeah. We're ex- Putting it out front. Mm-hmm. We're exactly. learning we're as you are. Yeah, we yeah. like talking games. We always said that the whole way through is that we're not here to educate you on games because we know it all. Yeah, we are right. just we just uh, like we want you to come along on the journey with us as we figure yeah, this stuff out as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So that was the cool thing about doing this was that people people were were doing that right. People were like, um, people. The biggest feedback we always get on Twitter and stuff like that is. I never played before. I've always wanted to play. I listened to your podcast and now I'm playing. You know, people direct message me all the time being like, hey, do you have any tips for me? Somebody asked me, can you send me like a map of that like encounter you did where they had to walk across the stones and some of them would spring a trap and some of them wouldn't. And I was like, I can send you the picture of the doodle I drew, which was like, <laughs> like on a piece of paper that just had like, it just had like, one, was, two. Was that the stone that I pissed on? I, I think so. The pissed on. I, I froze it. Yeah, the stones. Was... It was just like a one, two, three, four, and like I would, I would color heart. in the ones that would cause yes. a trap. I said, it, and, and you know, the the, the 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 ingenuity and the reason that's memorable is not because I came up with a a bridge that had traps on it. It was because of what the players did to get through it. Like it's not okay. like I, I should have a simple trap. Yeah. thing like it was very simple which we overthought which you overthought. <laughs> oh, absolutely. and that's that's another one of the things that i've really found awesome and funny and interesting is the number of times we finish an episode and bobby's taken his headphones off and said i had three different ways for you to solve that problem and you didn't do any oh. of them <laughs> so i thought i was like that's amazing because that like how bobby is having to think on his feet for this stuff but then also the fact that he's put thought into three separate solutions, mm-hmm. which we've then just trashed. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, so the thought and the, the creativity he put into those is now just gone because we didn't do what he was hoping we would do. <laughs> right. Well, usually when you design a puzzle, right, you design a puzzle and it's like, there's only one solution. Right. But in Dungeons and Dragons, there's too many X factors. Yeah. There's too many things. There's too many spells. There's too many. No one ever does what you think. You know, no one does what you think. And, and, and they could they could literally say the most impossible thing in the world. You can make it the most difficult thing in the world to achieve. But if the dice goes a certain way, they're gonna do it yeah. because it's just you know if you're gonna if you're gonna obey those rules. Yeah. If you roll a twenty, I got it. It worked. Exactly. You know, like what am I supposed to do? I can't. I can't. 
Um, we had those weeks when it was all twos. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we've had some terrible weeks of rolls. Yes, yeah, so there's some of the terrible rolls. But my thing was never the rolls, because I, I always had contingency for bad rolls. I was like, right. this will happen, and then there'll be another chance for you to do something else. Yeah. The only time that the contingency I had ever came into play was the episode where you guys were trying to get up the stairs, and the thing was throwing the boulders down oh. the, the stairs. Where, like, I was like, okay, if they fail this on this, and then you guys failed something, and not, you didn't do exactly what I thought you were going to do, right. but there was, there was like, it escalated in a way that I was hoping it would escalate, you yeah. know? Um, the, the biggest thing was always, like, the, like, which is why I started doing, like, the, this door seems very safe to walk through, because, like, there'd be times where I'd be like, there's a door, and you guys, you guys would be like, let's, let's knock on it. No, let's not knock on it. We can't you knock on it, because if we, you if we knock on it, you know, let's touch it. No, let's, I'll sneak around the back and do this, can I do this, can I do that? We'll this, shrink this. Handley, and he'll yeah. sneak can under roll, the door. Yeah. Can I roll the dice and see if it's safe for me to peek underneath? <laughs> it's like, not, not, can I roll the dice and peek underneath if I see anything? Yeah. Can I roll the dice and see if it's safe for me to peek yeah. underneath? Yeah. So those are the times that I was like, exactly. like, but it, it taught me very door. quickly that you cannot because something just because something lives in your head doesn't mean it lives in other people's yeah. heads. Right. And so, because for me it was an afterthought, but to people listening, <clears throat> anything could be the thing. You know, anything could yeah. be the thing. But it was really funny because when we first started out, and, and this is part of like the process of learning how to play the game, I we got all these items as we went along, right? We never use like any of the items. You guys like never use. <laughs> I use that the, the hat of my, insults. I use my ropes. Use your rope, I yes, use my yes. Rope. But there were like yes. these really I, cool items you guys got like the I, first couple episodes. I was just thinking. And you yeah. never. Brian used his glasses, his yeah. crime yeah. investigation glasses. I kept forgetting about. How oh, could I not? <laughs> I used my rabbit. And I love adding that sound effect every time. Yeah. He uses those <laughs> <laughs> I used that. Justin does the most amazing soundscapes anyone's ever done. It's true. And I, when I, I hear the who. <laughs> I'm like, this man is a genius, <laughs> and we're not making any money off of it. No, so not making money. Yes. Yes. So, um, <laughs> you know, so that all that stuff is, it was just crazy to me to see it to see it play out. And like the there wasn't there was an item you got in I don't know it was like the fourth or fifth episode. I don't know what episode it was. It was literally a key that could unlock any yeah. door one time. Never used it. Never used it. It. You tried to use it. You, you guys, there was that same episode. There was just a house that you guys had to walk into. Yeah. And you guys were like, I'm going to use this magic key. And I was like, do not use the fucking magic key <laughs> on this <laughs> random shack door. There was literally, yeah, that I remember. there was yes. literally, yes. when you guys got to like the big cave, there was a locked door to the cave, which always in my mind, I was like, they're not going to forget to get in and they're going to use it on that, on that door. Um, instead we blew up the side of the mountain or whatever to get into it. <laughs> that worked. It totally worked. Um, There's always so a side fu- way to get yeah. around it. Yeah. <laughs> so funny, um, because... We for- we forgot. I know. Yeah. <laughs> There's also, you guys also had like, like 10 health potions that you got when you found, um, <laughs> fake, uh, when you found Henrique, but you didn't know right. it was Henrique yet. Yeah. You guys didn't write down, so you never knew you had them. Yeah. I only remembered I had health potions when I went to use them and I didn't have them anymore. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, th- then the other thing was is that you bought a chess set in one of, in one of the in one yes. of the episodes. Yes, you did. I heard he said, he Hen- Henley that. can't have it because he can't play chess. And I, I will tell you right now, and again, it was, it was always meant to be like, oh, if she uses it, then she'll see this. Right. But if you had used the chess set, it would have shown you the position of all the enemies that you're coming up against. 
Don't even remember I had a chest. Uh, but two episodes later, you got you had bought it at all. Yeah. So like that was my thing, and then and then as we got towards the end of the the campaign, uh, I mean, this was more a function of we had to kind of go fast at the end of the campaign, but. You guys had this, um, you guys, all those items, right? Right. right before the end. The ball that could transport you anywhere. Yeah, yeah. All this kind of stuff. We just did the big climactic battle. And you guys didn't use any of them. <laughs> yeah, you guys literally right. just were just like, let me just try to I'm hit him as hard as I can. Even though, fire, this, right? in that fight, I yeah. built in the fact that it wouldn't work. There was right. no way to hit him. Right. So, but it, we got there anyway. But it's just <laughs> one of those things. Um, See, it's like my handbag. Like, I forget what's in there. Yeah. Like, like, every now and then I get to the bottom and I'm like, oh my God, there's like 15 lip balms in here. So my there are things you never use. So, I was so weak that I couldn't do much of anything without falling into a peeing mass <laughs> on the floor. Just peeing yourself. Yeah. So, there are things you never used. And then there were things like the fucking shrinking spell that you used <laughs> like so every single time it was, there was so a problem. Funny. It was funny stuff. The bar was spell. It was the best. I was like, I guess we're doing this fucking just, shrinking spell. You just, want, you just wanted the high pitch talking. I just, yeah, 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 yeah. I just wanted to stick Brian in my pocket. That's what I wanted <laughs> yes. to do. So getting around the table to Justin. Um, so people don't know. I think we've talked about this. I think I thought it was on, the, on the, one of the other character episodes or whatever. But like when I when we started the show and Justin sent me a really funny clip of this when he was re-editing the first episode. Um, which it was part oh, yeah. like, which was part That's like right. uh, player one hundred and one, and part like first like uh, actual like playing, where Jackie goes like, oh, can you put like a like a like a couple sound effects in there? Like I switched, and I'm like, I am never putting sound effects ever in this show. It's <laughs> way too much work. Way too much right. work. <laughs> the show will never. Come, the show will never come out if I have to put sound effects throughout That's the entire fantastic. show. Fantastic. Um, I plan on doing more post work in this this sort of this sort of podcast than i've ever done before on purpose because i want to make sure we cut out any of like the let me look in the book kind of stuff so i'm gonna try my best so it kind of flows like an adventure yeah exactly yeah. and, and, and I'm, i bet you as we go along it will flow naturally that can way you, can you add music and sound effects i will add some music <gasps> and sound effects maybe not sound effects <gasps> maybe on our finales of our adventures like a... fire <laughs> and explosion. i want him yeah. if we come across a chest i want to that's not gonna that does a lot of work jackie i'm not gonna go uh, add sound effects to like a creaky hour and a half episode um me and Bob will stand there like washing Jack, Jackie, stuff. Bobby prefers to write in in a script, this happens, then someone else does that work. Exactly. That's, that's my main goal. Uh, so, uh, and the other thing I want to say to you guys too is um, and I, I was fully content with it, right? I was like, okay, it's going to be a sound effects. And then we put up the first episode and then you sent me a message I think on Twitter? Yeah. I think yeah, it was on Twitter, yeah, right? Pretty much right away. After yeah, and you were like, yeah. hey, like, I would really do sound effects I, I did the I did the first episode. Well, I did. I, wow. I, I did part of the first. Episode. I edited the first episode down to like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I just added sound effects. You took out all the oh, rule uh, talking yeah, and stuff like, like that. I just, yeah, I just put like the action in the action. Stuff, and it goes yeah. here. Um, and this is something that like you know, you which is funny because we didn't have to put that out somewhere. You didn't. You, sorry, I accidentally put monitor on. Oh, um, yes. You have to put that out somewhere. That you didn't. That what? twenty minutes. Oh, if you still have it, yeah, we still have it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, it, he's re-editing the entire sh- first episode. Yeah, it's oh, it's oh. been like a pain in my side. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I always work on the newest episode. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, I'm done. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Plus, you don't even have it on the you don't get the original stems, right? You just have like the the, the stereo from the track? first episode. Yeah, actually, from the first episode, I have what I downloaded from iTunes to. Oh yeah, to yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's that, but um, it's like uh. It, it was interesting because you said because one of the things that, and Justin and I Justin had been listening to the podcasts. Well, yeah, I, I was I was gonna yeah. um, 
back to what you're talking about, like, I started listening to Talking Comics because I wanted to get into comic books because I heard the new 52 was coming out. <laughs> and I listened to comic book. I mean, I read comic books, like, as a child and stuff. And I was like, you know, I haven't done that in a long time. And I had been listening to podcasts already for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do we got for comic books? And I found yours and I was like, oh, they're going to go do all the new 52? I'm going to buy all these and start reading mm-hmm. them. So... It was kind of funny just like listening to all of you. Guys, no big so deal. Long. Just buy 13 comic books. Yeah. Buy 13. <laughs> yeah. And then we're, we're each going to do all 13. You know, yes. You pick. Yeah, that was nothing, right? Yeah, that was, that was, that was literally the dictum, dictum for the Tony Tom comics. Was everyone, yep. we divided up the 52 between four of really? us. Yep. And then we all had to review them mm-hmm. from the site. So when we launched the site <clears throat> and the podcast, we already had a review of every single oh, book wow. up on the, the website. Yeah, so it was fun because I was always listening, like, because I was following, like, seven of them or something, mm. like Swamp Thing and mm. a couple other things right, or right. whatever. So, yeah. It was just interesting because I had been listening to you guys for so long. Mm-hmm. And um, this came out, and it was right when I got out of audio engineering school. I was in my early 30s, and I was, like, finally, like, you know, I'm just going to get this knowledge. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I had been listening to, well, to shout out a couple, like, Critical Hit podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to, like, 300 episodes of it, like, three times. <laughs> and, like, the God's Fall podcast mm-hmm. and a couple other, like, I was just eating them all up because I never had a group of friends to play D&D with. Right. And I was, like, at school learning all this post-production work for film and TV shows and stuff. And I was, like, uh, I want to mend these two things together. And... I didn't want to be the DM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Don't blame you. It's like, it's I, don't want, made, I don't want to record yeah. and get all the talent mm-hmm. and do all that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, so you put the episode out and I was like, well, this is what I've been talking about for like a year to try to do. And so I just took it and sent it back to you. Right. Which is funny. Like I said, we didn't know each other at the time. Yeah. Um, and, Literally. In fact, I, I didn't really interact too much. No, no, you didn't. And when you told me you'd listen to it, like, I was like, oh, wow, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just goes to show you that, like, the amount of people interact with you on, yeah. on that stuff who listen, it's like it's like 1% of the yeah. people who listen actually talk to you. Um, it's true, yeah. Uh, but you doing what you did was literally, for my personality, the best thing you possibly could have done, which is like, <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm going to do it, just here it is. I did it, and what do you think of it? <laughs> that was literally where I was like, Okay, yeah. So let's go. Let's do it. Um, it's the polar opposite of almost everything else Bobby ever has to deal with, which has been yes. surrounded by people who say they're going to do stuff. Uh, gotcha. actually do so it. I was Drag them. I'm right here. Pull them, pull them kicking and screaming. Also talking about myself. So yeah. Anyway. Pull them kicking and screaming into, into what I do. Um, well, I think, uh, that reminds me of one of my favorite Bobby stories, which is, you, know, you mentioned creative endeavors, like, uh, you used to work with these guys, uh, Team Splash, mm-hmm. right? That uh, guy you worked with and would make short films and you wrote like this script and it was a, it was a video game thing. And there were these uh, like little bob from Mario brothers. Yeah. Right. And we walked into the, this guy's house to like shoot this thing. And there were these bob that they had made sitting on the kitchen table, like freshly painted. Mm-hmm. And Bobby was like, I wrote it down and there it is. Which is a crazy That's feeling, awesome. you know? Yeah. Um, Which is kind of why I thought you might like. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. And don't get me wrong, dude. The, the show would not be as successful as it is, or as good as it is, if Amen. you hadn't have done that. Yeah, you know, exactly. thank you. For like not even close. Like, it's, it. It, it's a totally d- different beast than I ever imagined it to be. You know, 
Uh, well, which, you were doing the thing that I didn't want to do. Right, right. And I was doing and the thing that I didn't want to do. You didn't want to do. Exactly. So. <laughs> Synergy, doing, right? Also yeah. doing it much better than I could have done it, for, for one thing. Um, and, you know, uh, it definitely it definitely it progressed over time to the point where, like, you know, I was still, like, uh, when I first started editing the show, I was, like, <clears> super <throat> anal about, like, no ums, no uhs. I wanted to move, you know, yeah. as it goes. Um, partly it was a vanity thing. Like, I just didn't want myself to be umming and awing while I was trying to get a story out, you know? Uh, and I've gotten much looser about that because I, I realized that, I, like, it doesn't matter to me as much anymore. And when I go yeah. back and listen to those other podcasts that are do D&D, the D, the, the, they're never that, like, tight. They're, they feel very natural. And so, Not really, yeah. You know, so I didn't want to do that anymore. But when I first started, like, you know, um, what I'm used to doing is doing everything myself, right? I'm used to doing everything myself. Mm. So, like, if the audio was going to sound good, I had to make it sound good, like, or it wasn't going to sound good, you know? Like, that's just how it's always been. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I was doing a lot more of, like, um, EQing and compressing on my own and then sending you the files. Um, and it took a lot for me to go, like, you know what, no, I'm just... just... You, know how, <laughs> you know how happy I was when I started getting... Uh, separate tracks for everything. Yeah, well, you asked me for that. So I could have separate EQ, separate. Yeah, you asked me that. I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, yes. But being able to be like, not put any, not put any pr- post processing on myself, just sending it to you, sending it to you like, here's just like the story, like right. for you, do your thing. Um, I think made you happier, and also you know, it, it was good for me. It was nice for me too, yeah. you know, because I was getting back stuff that I was like really uh, enjoying. Um, but I, I think people are probably interested because they don't know and they have no idea. Like, what's the process for you like when you get a show? Um, well, I guess the first thing I get is, well, I get the dialogue all edited. For right, me. yes, yes. So, so I don't have to worry about like taking out any of those ums mm. or ahs or anything mm. like that that you don't want in. Yeah. But then I just listen to it as a, as a listener, as mm. like a fan of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I sit in my studio, I do a spotting session where in Pro Tools you just you just hit little um, uh, time code markers and you just write down like Thrace Warhammer oh, <laughs> or, right, or you write right. Julian Shield Spell or that's where that thing on Twitter you put a uh, your big wet fart yes <laughs> <laughs> or yes. peeing sound yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah I just I spend like an hour or two listening to like that. And then I give it like three days. I think about it for mm-hmm. a while. And sometimes I just start mining sounds on my own, mm-hmm. my own libraries and stuff. And um, uh, yeah, just start finding the right things. And then I go through it. At first, it was taking me like 20 hours an episode. Right. Um, but uh, I track all my time and I'm down to like eight or 10. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, still, yeah. It's, it's still a lot. We appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, and you know, for me, it's probably like, Three, it's probably yeah. two or three for me. So, to go so we started episode. at like thirty hours of editing between the two of yeah, us, yeah. and we got down to like ten. Or yeah, 12. exactly. Because yeah. when I first started, it was probably I was probably taking seven or eight hours to just edit the dialogue. Yeah, you know, um, and it's different now. Obviously, it's easier because the the the, the sessions go smoother. So yeah. I'm not having to worry about as much stuff. Yeah, what, yeah. What well, I, you have to do less. I have all these presets already. Right, to go, right, right, right. So I just pull your tracks in and yeah bam sorry <laughs> but we talked we joked one day i, I think it'd be a text message how like w- w- this podcast takes more work for an episode 
than probably a month or two months of like a normal podcast that I'm gonna do. Yeah, like total. Right. Like as far as like, I mean, the pre-planning is two hundred percent more. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, I walk, I walk, I walk into talking games, and yeah, I've played some games, and like, but that's it. Because Bob knows how I operate. I don't write yeah. notes. I don't write like this is what I thought about this game. Like I just, or this comic even, I would just sit down and be like, I read this, I'm going to talk about it. And that like, sounds like my pre-production on every podcast. Well, yeah, but actually, I actually read and, and played new things, <laughs> yeah. not just things that came out four years ago. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, Rayman, Burn. game of the year, 2017. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, so th- that's how I operate those things. This thing, it's like, you know, uh, in the two weeks in between when we record episodes, you know, I would be, uh, editing the previous episodes while also writing the next adventure we were going to go on. And then after you finish writing that adventure, I have to kind of just at least start planning what's going to happen two weeks later. Cause yeah. there's going to be hooks right. in what happens this week that happened next yeah, week. Yeah. You have to make the continu- make sure the continuities there. It, and- exactly. Exactly. So it's so, like you said, now we're around 10 hours probably of work for mm-hmm. an episode. Um, you know, my, my, my work on a talking games episode that I'm editing is, you know, the time it takes to record it, which is an hour and a half, and then probably 20 minutes to <laughs> sync up the tracks, make sure the levels are, are, are correct, throw a compressor on the whole thing and export it, you know? So yeah. it's like, it's, it's not like, it's not a, it's not a big thing. Um, Did you know you were getting into this much when you started it? I knew, I knew that I was getting into a lot, all the pre-work I knew I was getting into. Right. Um, but the... You know the the editing work. I didn't I didn't imagine it was going to be that much. It and it shouldn't have been that much. I was being too over anal about what I was doing. Right. Yeah, it, it was too much. Like and, and now like I look back and I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, like unless it's taking away. I still do it when it when I'm trying to get an impactful line across or someone's trying to get an impactful line across. I'll cut it so that it flows better. Yeah. In case there was like a stumble or a restart or something like that. Uh, but. For the most part, it, it pretty much goes, flows as is at, at, at this point. Um, and we should, we're on this topic, we'll go to our, our listener questions. And uh, uh, Sarah, uh, who has been a, a follower and listener of oh, everything we do for Sarah. a very long time. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, so she asks two questions, uh, one of which is for Justin. How much input do the players get into the sound effects or do they just go wild in post-production and surprise them when it's released? <laughs> I will say, <laughs> Justin hears little of it, but Brian <laughs> will often try to be like, "Hey, Justin, uh, 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 put in, uh, put on this uh, thing." Oh, me too. No. I've done it a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, this would be great if you could do this right now, Justin. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, when they, when they do make the podcast, I I do, do them in. throwing them right in. <laughs> yeah, I only leave them in when I think they're actually very effective for the yes. storyline. Brian, yeah. you're going to defend I, yourself. No, I'm saying I feel like more often I say. Justin, don't worry about it. I got this. That, you did actually <laughs> yes. do that, that as well. And it does his chicken voice. Yes, yeah. but I usually even cut that out of the show. <laughs> so I don't even know to do it. You don't even yes. know to do it. Ah, yes. um, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> and, and, and uh, but other than that, it's pretty much, it's a surprise for me most of the time. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, you know, Justin will ask me, like, is there anything that you want included here? Um, yeah. Especially more at the beginning, those questions, those conversations would happen. But at this point now, like, he knows the show as well as any of us on the show, if not better than any of us know the show. I've uh, listened to it a, a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and what he puts out is consistently great. So it's just like, I just trust you to do it. Well, I think know? in the first like 10 episodes, we figured out 
yeah the yeah. world of sounds that we wanted mm-hmm. and kind yeah. of agreed on it yeah absolutely and there'll be times where i'm like okay there's this weird thing that happens yeah. like i want it to sort of sound like this or even even more often justin will listen and be like Hey, what exactly were you hearing in your head when you wrote like sometimes this I have, thing? Sometimes I have no idea. Yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the, what yeah. would that be? Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah totally. The great dynamic with that is that Justin's able to listen to it as a listener first. Yes. Like you said, you ah, just listen yeah. to it as yeah. a listener. So then you can pick up on times where maybe there is a miscommunication in what Bobby's trying to get at and mm-hmm. what he wants people to get. So yeah, you're totally. able to like fill in that gap. Yes, which is a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Uh, also, Sarah, so, so yeah, it's it's wild. It's sorry. just going wild. It's going wild. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like you know, you you have your Sapex libraries, but do you do you get like excited when there's like new sounds in it that you well, get to pick? I get excited when I don't have something and I have to foley it myself. That's those that's are fun. really fun. Right. Like right. those are those are really fun. Like <laughs> like you know, I, I think. I think my own burps made it into the show. <laughs> that is awesome. And I, I'm, I'm just you with, with what, like a six pack of Coca Cola. <laughs> well, no, it was it was seltzer, and, uh, and my wife was like laughing, and I could hear her laughing in the other room at one point. <laughs> you need to just you know, like turn your phone on and like record yourself doing it at one point. We'll put it yeah. on Twitter. Well, I'm an Awesome. Well, one of the things I, I just want to mention before I forget, yeah. like you saying, like meant, like editing out all the ums and ahs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. If I gave you the raw edited, like what I recorded, the two episodes that I did the middle, it's like, oh, I'm a, such a fucking asshole. Why did I say that? Like, oh, oh, what's, oh, I said um again. Oh, fucking jerk. Like, it's so funny, dude, because like for the D and D podcast, because I'm presenting a story, super anal about that stuff. When I do the middle thing, I don't give a shit because it's well, just me. I'm yeah. just me talking, so I don't give a crap. People, people listening to me for years, they know what I sound like at this point. Yeah. Um. So I don't even care, and I know I say um and ah a lot, so I just don't care. Like I've gotten so used to hearing my voice at this point, mm. it's, I'm just immune to it. Yeah, I, I only hear my. I've only been in like punk bands and metal mm. bands, so I only hear my voice screaming. Right. Like, right. I don't hear my voice like, talking. <laughs> Uh, Should we go to the iTunes reviews of Talking Comics, Bobby? No, please don't, okay? <laughs> um, also, Sarah asks, how much do you record that doesn't make it into the show? As in, does it take an hour of recording for a 30-minute podcast, or is it one-to-one ratio? Uh, it's definitely not a one-to-one ratio. Like, I'm like the only one know. who knows this. <laughs> yeah, this is what I want to yeah. know. Nobody else knows the answer yeah. to this question. Um, so it, the, the, the kind of boring answer is it really varies wildly between recording sessions. Um, is, is really the answer. Uh, I'll take another one too, Justin. <laughs> yeah. uh, there are times where it almost goes in one-to-one. Um, there, the only things that don't go, go into one-to-one are, are, are sort of obvious things, which are, which are the fact that um, sometimes we take a break, but I don't stop yeah. recording because it's easier to sync up outside the back door <laughs> it's okay we're getting beers it's easier to sync up brian's track with all of our tracks if i don't stop recording so there are just sometimes they're like jay will come home so I'll, we'll stop or like, we'll like let's take 10 minutes and just sort of like like regroup and dragons and under the table so we'll, we'll do that you know obviously anything that happens it's like that, that there's like a funny to disruptive line that like comes comes into play where it's like if something happens in real life around the game that's funny enough right. i'll it. keep it in but exactly. if it's just like oh like the dog is fucking around i'm not gonna keep Again. it in if i can help yeah. it yeah. because like i'm not gonna do it because it's like it, it takes away because right. part of my, my thing is 
yeah, like I love like, the camaraderie and I want us to banter, but I also want to limit how much we're talking about the game in a, a removed sense. Yeah, you know, because people want to yeah. listen to... They don't necessarily want to listen to a recording of four people playing the game. Right, yeah. They want to listen to a recording of these people going on an adventure. Yeah, it's like a yeah. radio play in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. If you're talking out of character to each other, that's fine. Yeah. Because that's part of Dungeons & Dragons. But there's times where, like, you know, some me or, or even me even or someone else will comment on something that's happening, like, in the game as themselves. And I'm like... Yeah. I don't really want that in the show because, yeah. like, it's not what I'm going for. Do you have an example? Not really. I mean, uh, there there are just times where, like, it, it'll just be two, uh, one step removed from from being in the game, uh, uh, and uh, like, it's a little confusing too. It does. It absolutely but, does. Yes, it does. We confuse ourselves. Yeah. We did a lot. Like, wait, did I say that? Or, or did uh, yeah. 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 yeah? Did I actually say that, or is that just me commenting on the game? Yeah. yeah. So that stuff it doesn't make it. Good luck um, we had Brian who could actually do a voice. We kind of didn't. <laughs> I, you know what? You we guys tried. didn't even try. No, you guys exactly. didn't even try to do yes, a voice. Yes, we did for about 30 you, seconds. You have a different cadence. Yeah, you I do. When you talked about doing this show, about the, oh, we're going to do an app character, we're just going to sit around and talk. I yeah. was like, it'd be really funny if I started talking in an American accent. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, of course, Aren't the, the only two man, words that you can say hamburger and asshole? Yeah, it's a disaster. It's disaster and, and asshole. Give us your yeah. American It's a disaster. It's a disaster. <laughs> it's, very, it's my Long Island accent. Um, it's wonderful. <laughs> and Brian taught me how to say asshole in America. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's my only... Wait, so was that it? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. See, I can't no. even do that one. No. So the irony is I couldn't even do that because I can't do an American accent, <laughs> which is why I don't do an accent as thrice because I can't do accents. Um, so, so you don't need to do an accent. You can just do a voice. It's the same thing. It's, I do right. You could be British and do a voice. Yeah. Just, I tried just, that. I tried being a little posher and then it just ended up. Like, <laughs> what, what, what are the yeah. people I play with does a really, really bad British accent. It's, it's great. Oh, it's just, like, just, like Brian? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brian's English. Well, not not British, uh, it's Scottish. I'm sorry. Okay. Scottish oh, that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, so yeah, that's the kind of stuff that doesn't make it. Um, as the show progressed, uh, new rule lookups I would leave in, but like rule lookups we had done a bunch of times before. What's a D twenty? Got cut out. <laughs> exactly. Got cut out. Um, that's what got cut Is out. Is it this one? Jackie doesn't have a nine on it. Yes. Yeah. Then it's that one. I know. I never really cut out that because it's just too quick. Uh, <laughs> That's too um, funny. There was, there was like four shows in a row where you did the same spell. And each time you were like, oh, I wrote down here C manual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's do it. And I left it in right. once because yeah. it was money. And then I cut yeah. it out every other time. Yeah. Oh, so that happened many times. It happened many yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. I literally yeah. have a post-it note with the spell written down. And it was too long for me to write it all out <laughs> on the post-it. So I just wrote C well, manual. I, I want to speak for Jackie or Bob. But like, I, I feel like we were always wondering, too, like how long an episode is. Because we would like, that one-to-one thing, like we would be recording for an hour and 15 minutes. And we and we'd be like, and Bobby, like, that's the end of the, that's the, that's the cliffhanger. And we're like, what? <laughs> like, we're not going to be here for another two hours doing <laughs> yeah. this, yeah. you know. And then most of that would would come in. And then of course we've had the two and a half hour things where that really only mines like an hour's worth of material. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it really depends because there are, there are times like there have been times in episodes where you guys have spent thirty minutes trying to figure out if you want to do something or not. That no, that I only leave in. <laughs> If it was really funny, I would leave it in. Yeah. If it wasn't funny, I would just cut mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I would just go like, sure. I would go like, 
here's a good in out point, here's a good in point, right. delete the middle, and, yeah. and now it just sounds like they just figured it out in four minutes. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that was a lot of what would happen. And that was the main stuff that would get cut out. It would be like, in my editorial like decision, if it wasn't funny or interesting or informative... If it was just us waffling about whether... Right, yeah, it yeah. doesn't need to be yeah. funny, but it has to have some, some, something Substance. that's doing... Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. The, the, is it funny? Is it informative? Is it interesting? Those are my three things. Because there were times like, we've never done this rule before. I'm going to leave it in because I want people to hear us yeah. talking about this rule. Yeah, trying to figure mm-hmm. it out. There were, also, there were also a couple times, and this is... Let's pull back the curtain <laughs> way back, which was... I, I said one thing at the beginning of an encounter and then said something else in the middle of an encounter, <laughs> right. which included calling the gnomes goblins a bunch oh, of yes. times yeah. <laughs> so i when i was editing i was like oh fuck so i, oh, I remember this so i re-recorded my bits for those bits oh, really? saying gnome well, instead of goblin right. well, that's you fooled me yeah. <laughs> so i did that there was another time too where there was a time where stewie was supposed to give thrace an earpiece to put in her ear that would that so she could hear what he was doing when he was running across the rooftops Jackie was gone when we were discussing it because she was picking up Luke from martial arts. And I was like, we'll do it when she gets back. And I completely forgot to do it. <laughs> so I, I, and I said to her at some point, I was like, oh, by the way, Jackie, you have an earpiece in your ear. But when we were, I was doing editing, I, I, I record a Stewie line. You know, I did wonder about that. That was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, you got a, you got a earpiece in your ear. You know, well, that kind I of. I forget so much of it. That I just figured it was another one of those things I'd forgotten about. <laughs> I didn't realize you'd never actually said to me, you have an earpiece. No, no, I never said to you. So, <laughs> well, you are the tank. And, yeah, and yeah. Stuff, just killing stuff. So, that, so. Yeah, exactly. I did that, you know. I mean, I, I think that that's the kind of stuff that gets added. But most of the time, and also there's sometimes where I'm like, there is an hour and 25 minutes of audio here for this episode. Um. A, that's too much audio to send to Justin. <laughs> and of that, of that. B, really, out of this hour and 25 minutes of audio, there is like 40 minutes, 45 minutes of good story here. Right. So let's cut out the chaff and make it yes. move. Because, uh, you know, I don't want, I don't want to d- delay things. Cause, and there are times, and it happened less as we went along because we all got better, including me at creating encounters that worked. But there were times early on, there was in that cave one I was talking about where you were walking along that path. There was like another puzzle that we did with, with like a bunch of mirrors and stuff that I just cut out of the entire show because oh, really? it just okay. didn't work. Because we just like it never. You guys kind of like you guys were like you guys never kind of got the thing or you were really into it or like whatever happened. I was wondering about that, and it was sort of like it just didn't work. It was felt very flat, and I was like. And I didn't do a good job explaining it either. Yeah, so you felt like it just it came off amateurish and you just didn't want to put it out. Yeah, so you guys went right from the room before, the, the room with the path, to the room where you talked to the two guards that like you have to oh, ask the question to. Yeah. And, that, and then you're next to Carl, the, the black spider, to fight the black spider. Right. Ooh, so he's a creep. Um, <laughs> so I did that. Like that wasn't that wasn't a that wasn't a very constant thing like i didn't cut out whole sections very often yeah but that was one of the times i did sometimes i would like i said i just cut down sections but i would say out of if we were sat here and recorded for an hour and 15 minutes an hour and a half i would say it's probably like 75 percent of it would make the show okay uh, it's probably yeah. i would say and it got more than that as we went along honestly as we go along it was like we'd record two episodes in an hour and a half and it'd be a 45 minute episode and a 45 minute episode and there wouldn't be much cut out at all really right. except for pacing it got better Yes. Yeah, like um, yeah. Except for Bob asking for the seven millionth time, is this the D twenty? 
Um, <laughs> it's hard. It's why I have a magnifying glass. There, there was also a couple times where I caught myself being exasperated. That sounds like a jerk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like I was like I'd be like um okay let's do a uh, let's do a check. Uh, what 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 I I'm like it's the D twenty. <laughs> Unless I tell you to roll something else, it's like always the D twenty. Ninety nine percent of the time, it's, it's the D twenty. Yeah. Which would be followed with choruses of this one. Yeah. Wait, do I add my proficiency bonus? <laughs> there was one time too where I was like, guys, just tell me the full score. Yeah. I don't need to. I don't need to. I don't need to tell you to pick. Tell, to add your yeah. proficiency bonus. Don't need to I, I rolled like a, I rolled a D twelve and got like a twelve, and you're like, you're good. I'm like, oh, that was not the D twenty. Oh yeah, I can yeah. It, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it has eight or ten extra numbers. Yeah. The problem. Most of the times, Bobby has the patience of a saint to put up with the three of us. Really. Just when it gets to like the end of a night, and I'm just very tired, and I'm just like, yes. I just, I really thought we were gonna get to the boss tonight, guys. Yeah. Gonna, no, we, yeah. not us. Speaking as being a dungeon master for the last like two or three years or whatever, pretty consistently, you never get as far as you think you're gonna get. So no, no, not like, at all. even close. So I can't imagine like that was one of my questions for you. Like, how do you deal with the fact of being like the DM and the podcaster? Because you're, <laughs> I'm sure you play the game a lot differently mm-hmm. than you would mm-hmm. if you were just like hanging out. Like, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. You always have it in the back of your head how it's coming across in yeah. the recording. What's the entertainment? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the part of it too is like, there are just nights where I'm like, uh, we're going to be here for an extra 45 minutes because we have to get to this point because yeah. we've literally done nothing. <laughs> we started here and you're, we started we started here and you've walked 10 feet exactly. and that's all you've done. You're still we in need the general store going. trying to figure out if you want to spend your gold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys were always right pretty loose about spending your gold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but that, that was always... Sometimes we'd have to record longer. There'd be times where we'd be done, like Ryan said, an hour and 15 minutes. We'd be done because we got through everything. Right. Um, but I also, like, I didn't want to force progression and story, if it, you know, on you guys. I want you guys, yeah. like, you know, you don't want to force the players into again, a box. it comes off as sudden it's very fake if all of a sudden you're yes. like, oh, and the door suddenly opens in front of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, I'll, and I'll say this too. I mean, there were, um, I think you do this maybe more in the beginning, but when we would do two episodes in a night, we didn't necessarily know that we were doing that. Like Bobby would have those um, those cadences and he knew where they were. We just keep moving and then they would wind up as cliffhangers. And yeah. we yeah. just did two, two and a half hours thinking it was one episode when it was two. Yeah, yeah. I, I never wanted you guys to know that like, oh, this midpoint is the point where an episode stops. Um, yeah. We had so many great surprises and it would, it would have where it would no be purpose uh, for us at all. Yeah, and yeah. and there were times where I planned out like, okay, I know this is going to be the end of episode one, but there were also times where I was like, I guess this has got to be episode one because like mm-hmm. we got no time left. Like I just you know like, <laughs> we did nothing. It just hit this point, um, and you know as as a, like a, and it's also a battle because like I want it to be a good game of Dungeons and Dragons. I also want it to be a good and fun story, and those two things are sometimes at odds with each other they because are, yeah. because like. You know, some episodes, like, just not much was going to happen. You know, like, and I'd have to rely on the fact that people just liked hearing us play the game. Right. And then there'd be some episodes where, like, a million things would happen. And yeah. I just, I couldn't balance the two. You, you can't balance the two things because you, you just can't do it. You're forcing yeah. the story. You're forcing it. As opposed yeah, yeah. to an evolving yeah. drama that's going to happen yeah. on its own. Exactly. And also, like, I, I, said, I was talking to Brian, I think. I think it was Brian on the phone the other day. We were talking about Stewie, the character, 
And I love Stewie. Oh, me too. We all love Everybody Stewie. loves Stewie. Yeah. Stewie was never intended to be a character. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yes. The, the Stewie, the function of Stewie was to be, here's a goblin running away that you guys can chase back, kill, and find the the, the, the mine you're supposed to get we to. We could have killed yeah. him anytime oh, we wanted. God, and we never did. No. And then you, but then you ensnared, like, he got ensnared in a trap, and you guys decided to go up and talk to him. <laughs> and in the moment... Yes. I had to come up with a voice <laughs> for because Stewie. Because when I talked to the thing, we're supposed to be fighting. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the only vo- only accent I can reliably do is, like, a weird Brooklyn, New York accent. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to do all of us could probably Yeah, I'm just going to do this voice. Hey, and how you do doing? It. Hey. Yeah. And out of that voice, a personality grew, <laughs> yeah. not just for Stewie, right. but for the entire, like, goblin... <laughs> the goblin organization yes. and, oh, and, and, and built on that we just didn't want him to go away like I think yeah. I think it might have been Thrace who was like let's not kill him and there's like yeah, yeah I mean there was like they just wanted to get home to their families yeah you know there's, the, there's the blue you, collar yeah. exactly. goblins it's like right, they're yeah. dealing yeah. with yeah. goblins too. it's yeah it's well, he, he even made it into the artwork didn't he yeah he's in yes. the artwork he's yeah. in the artwork, <laughs> the artwork. Yeah. he made it into the podcast artwork yeah. Yeah. he's the only yeah. non-playable character who's yeah. in, who's in the artwork um, he's in that artwork yeah, yeah. he's sitting next to yes. Glory um, yeah. at the table behind behind yeah. us no yeah. which i can't wait we'll for her to now. pop back up uh, yeah, oh. glory is awesome glory is amazing and here's the truth and like when we first started we were like three or four episodes in um and which was only two recording sessions in we were we were having trouble progressing and sort of getting everything down i was having trouble running the games and i reached out to mara and i was like and this was after she had been in the julian episode i was like mara can you join like full time because like i think we need help you know like i i, I think we need help getting through this and for people who don't know especially at that time, Mara was like the busiest person in the entire world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like working, going to grad school. She was, she was hosting talking comics. She was doing, uh, she was doing her doctorate. Right. Trying to do, right, doctorate. Trying to get rid of be licensed as a psychologist. She was doing legendary runs yes. with, with Matt. She was doing like a million things. So she wow. just couldn't yeah. dedicate the time to it. Um, we luckily got her back one other time with you, Jackie, yeah. which is a very fun episode. Oh, it's it a great, great episode. I really like that one. Glory was awesome. <laughs> that episode, though, was one of the ones I cut down the most. Oh, really? It really, really? I, I cut so because there was just a lot of like, um, we had a lot of starts and stops, and there was a lot of like, like good stuff, but like there'd be like long gaps in between, like when like really interesting or like fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, because it was very early on as well. It was very early. To, like on. jump out of playing with these guys yeah. and to jump in with just playing with with Mara was like. A, a kind of a culture shock already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it was like, just you and Mara. Yeah, so yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like really odd. That's intimidating. Yeah, yeah. You can always tell Mara I played before because yeah. she's like, "This is my character. This oh, is yeah, what she yes. looks like. This is the history mm-hmm. of Absolutely. the Tieflings." Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Oh, I love L- it." Late to, late to the party here, but I just found the image. Stewie looks like a very short Jay Baruchel. Okay. And... Always with the random reference. Oh, I got to Google that now. <laughs> and um, can we give a shout out to our? Uh, the artist? The yes. Yeah. yeah, Serene Chia um, did the art. Uh, it's on our it's on our podcast uh, art now, and it's on our on our Twitter as well. It's amazing. Uh, she actually sent us a piece of fan art months ago, like just out of nowhere. It was like, hey, I did this fan art for you guys. And I was like... A long time ago. A long time ago. I was like, this is fantastic. I was like, we need to figure out a way for you to do the full art for us. Um, and, and there was another artist I was going to use, and she's great, uh, but... Um, she's not always the most like reliable person answering emails. So, uh, and plus she wanted, she wanted more money and we were just kind of like strapped a little bit. So 
and and Serene's art was so amazing. Um, and I was already sort of leaning towards going for her, but I'd already I emailed this other artist like mm-hmm. months before I'd ever gotten the, mm-hmm. the fan artwork. So I, I didn't want to like say, oh, we're going to do this with you and then not do it. But then I just like the art was so good. I was like, okay, we need to do this. And then we started like making it happen. I gave her the concept, which is like, I want it to kind of look like an old, like a 70s, like fantasy novel cover. <laughs> um, here's the idea. Like Mia, this, this crystal ball, the smoke, and then them in the smoke. And, you know, we're like in a tavern. I didn't even say we're in a tavern. That, that, that's all I gave her. Yeah, she went with that. And she went, yeah. she went with the tavern thing. She sent me two. One that wasn't a tavern, one that was a tavern. Um, and she had drawn, drawn in uh, Glory and um, Stewie. and Stewie in the background on her own accord um, already, which was awesome. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and yeah, she did an amazing job. You know, and, and it's so funny because back when Brian and I first started doing, I think it was I think it was Fanboy Remix, Brian. We'd always talked about how like our dream was to have just somebody one day oh, yes. do a fan artwork. As <laughs> as well. You know, and, and it, well, well, I mean. That's true, and and uh, the talking comic shirts that we have, uh, there's a handful of them, and that logo of um, mm-hmm. of Bob, Stephanie, Steve, and, and and Bobby, like that was the dream, yeah, that finally was realized, yes. Um, but like this one's yeah, amazing. Say things on fan like, oh, someone's listening there and wants to <laughs> do what? Fifty people are listening. That's true. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people listen to Fanboy Remix. <laughs> I think we hit 60 downloads once and we were like, yeah. No, we, got the, we, we broke three figures at some point. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't because of us. It was because we had a guest on who was very big. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, so yeah, so um, she did an amazing, amazing job. And amazing. one of the things I'll say too is that, you know, we've fostered an audience with Talking Comics and we have a <clears> bunch <throat> of podcasts, right? Uh, some are more successful than others. It's a wildly varies between the numbers for all of them. You know, you can't hear, you can't hear this. I'm, I'm raising my hand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But doing this was the most sort of, it wasn't scary, but it was like the most like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Because it's so outside of what the rest of the world. Exactly. It's geek oriented, but it's not a, it's not a commentary show. You know, it's also, it's you doing something creatively yourself rather than commenting on other people's creations. Exactly. Which was a big part of why I wanted to do it. Right. Because I was tired of saying like, this is bad. You know, I wanted to like create (laughs) something. I love this. Yeah, exactly. But which also becomes a personal judgment out other people to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do do they want to listen to us? Yeah, doing well, and, something and, goofy, and boy, thanks to you guys, I mean, second most popular podcast on the Talking Comics Network. And this is like, um, this, this is a really Cheers. hard line to toe, and, and, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to say anything yes. uh, that I, 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 I shouldn't say, but like, success, or I mean, Bobby, you joked earlier about like, I jumped ship from Talking Comics before like people started listening. Yes, you did, and yep. which is a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for you at the time, like I was talking listening. comics had a really good audience, and talking games was was building and growing at the, at the time. So like for you to do this, which could have crashed and burned, like you hadn't had any level of like I don't know disappointment maybe since you launch talking comics right everything had kind of just been like holy shit that's so cool people are listening and people are interested and that has continued right 
Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and I'm so not allowed to talk comics anymore, so. <laughs> <laughs> we miss you, by the way. Um, oh, God, I feel so bad about not inviting Bob to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, see, Bob knew, and we all knew it, that we would start to grate on him eventually, little by little by little. Um, yeah, so it's a totally different thing. So I was very, you know, interested to see what happened. But were you nervous? No. Like, did you? Okay. I mean, here's the deal. Like, it's not like if nobody listened to the podcast, I was going to make, like, what, zero less dollars than yeah. zero dollars I was already making? You know, yeah. it's not like... It, it, you'd make more... At that time, you'd make more money by canceling it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it, it's not like that was... I mean, and, and for me, always with all of this stuff, it's just like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the best possible thing I can do. If people don't like it and nobody listens to it, then I'll, we'll do it until we don't have fun anymore with it. And then we'll and the good thing yeah, with this is do something else. Exactly. We got to hang out. And the good thing is you're still having fun doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I like in everything just my experience of being in a band. I'd rather play to three people than play to no, than not play at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. I'd rather like drive an hour and play for five people than yeah. exactly. stay home. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And, and, and for me, like it's it's always about the the next challenge. It's always about the new the the new challenge. And this was a very challenging thing for me. It's why I always end up doing apparently podcasts on things that I'm not very knowledgeable about because like it's a <laughs> right, challenge to me. It right. forces me to do it and to get into it and to, and to learn it. You know, um, and it doesn't it doesn't come with the condon uh, what's the word uh, condescension condescension yeah yeah of yeah. being like I know all. Right, of course. Yeah, of course. Which, I mean, uh, my, my hope is that no matter how worse I get in anything, that I'll never be like that on on, 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 yeah. on a show, you know? Right. Um, Always stuff to learn. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I never want to be that way. It's never it's never my hope or my purpose to ever feel like now, I'm Now, how do you feel about the next chapter, as in you stepping into the role of not being DM, not being in control of the Very story. excited. Yeah. I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, one, because I'm very excited to play. You've never actually I've never played, actually played Dungeons and Dragons oh, before. Yeah. You know, like uh, as a oh, player. I can't wait till you take 10 minutes to decide whether to step through a door. No, but now, I, now I've been a dungeon master, so I'm not going to do that shit, right? That's, it's, it's like, we'll it's, like it's like how they tell like directors and writers to take acting classes. Stick you in my oh, I still got that right. spell. It's right over here on the cards. Uh, uh, I still got that one. And I mean, you haven't heard the last episode yet, but I introduced... No, I my character in the last oh, episode. God, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, oh wow, we didn't spoil Justin. We didn't. Spoil, we no. haven't spoiled him. You can I, spoil me. Yeah, we'll talk. That's we're, we're we're almost done. We're going to talk about the ending. Um, do, do we have any more questions, Bobby? Yes, we have one more question. Oh, actually, we're going to get to that too. Okay. But uh, you know, my my character I brought in. Um, you know, I was. I, here's here's where. This is the one time a year this will happen. I'm going to say something very nice about Brian. Okay. Ooh, everyone hit record right now. <laughs> we're, we're literally recording three, three different times. I hit record a second yeah. time, but now oh, it's four. not recording. Four different things. Four different things. We're recording, recording it. I want the double recording. Um, <laughs> and, I, I, and I'm going to ask Brian, you know, this next. I'm sure he feels sort of pressure and, and to, to step in and run the game. Um, because it's it's a pressure situation. I'll help him out as much as I can. Yeah, which, and, which and, is awesome. And Jack and I will knock him down at every opportunity. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All three of us will make sure it's as difficult as possible. They're right, exactly. Things done. But I feel an incredible amount of pressure because say what you will about my story or Bob or Jackie or Justin's sound effects, the single thing we hear the most about 
is how much people love Henley. Oh, yeah. Henley that is the thing that people say the most. Oh my god, he's such You're a replacing jerk. Henley. So I'm replacing <laughs> Henley. We're taking Henley out of the equation. Yes. Um, which is daunting because I and so when I think of my character, I couldn't just come in and just be like. Uh, this is my character. Right. <laughs> you know, I had yeah. to have some sort of affectation or personality. Henley's kind of like my cat. He's a complete asshole, but you just, he's so cute with it. You can't help but love him. So I thought of a million different accents to do. I didn't want to do the New York accent because I've done it for so many other characters. Right. I didn't care if it was a good accent because Brian has proven that it's not to be a good accent for people <laughs> who like it. Um, <laughs> uh, well, before you go on with that thought, we should tell, I mean, that the whole reason that came up is because Jackie has told me I can't do one and yes. I, I have years, in my brain yeah yeah I, I, I did a British accent for a play a million years ago I believed it was good but I've never been able to do it again I lost it so she wants me to feel shame every time I do that yes. basically so, yes I met Brian, what, it's got to be like eight or nine years mm-hmm. ago? 2009. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course he knows the yeah, exact date. Yeah. Uh, so, August. Uh, <laughs> August. Um, so, yeah, so Brian always like was like, I can do this, this English accent. And we have another English friend or acquaintance mm-hmm. that um, he actually can do a very good impression of. But my particular he's David accent, he does not do. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of the accent he's sort of doing right. in, in yeah. the show. It's exactly. like a, it's like a. But yeah, so I that. just I love. It's a Midlands accent. Once yeah, yeah the, the one that Brian can do yes. is like from a different area. All I can do is from. say my own name in it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I just it just this ridiculous Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> oh, exactly. Accent. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's fantastic. Anyway, sorry, Bobby. No, 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 no. I will say it's funny thing we learned about Brian is that Brian does a pretty good David Tennant accent. Oh yeah, he does a (laughs) and he does a pretty good James McAvoy as like Professor Xavier accent. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Both actors are not British. They're (laughs) Scottish. They're English. They're English. They're Scottish. So we learned that Brian does a very good impersonation of a Scottish actor doing a British accent. Uh, yes. This seems to be his little <laughs> niche that he wow. can do. Well, this yes. is a niche thing. It's a niche yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and know, I do definitely at some point before we say goodbye to Henley, um, is I want to hear him do the uh, cock-a-doodle-doo. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Because absolutely. that was like my favorite thing. So, it's a koodle-doodle-doo. So I'm thinking about my character and I'm like, I need to do an accent. If, if I can't think of anything else, I'll do the New York thing. But I don't know what to do. And, and I had this kind of uh, clock going on because I knew I was going to introduce him in the last episode. So I had to come up with what he was going to be. Right. So that I, because I don't want to want to change it, you know? And and I, I did a character sheet for him and I made him a halfling. Uh, so halflings are like inherently stealthy characters. Even if they're not like a rogue or whatever, they're inherently stealthy. We need one of those. Um, he, I, by the way, he's also going to be a healer because you guys are uh, the fucking worst, yeah. all right? <laughs> I have a problem um, with that, yeah. Um, it's always a problem, it's, healers. It's just, come on, guys. Who wants to be the healer? Come yeah. on. Who wants to be the healer? Uh, but anyway, so and I, I'm like, okay, so let's... He's, he's, so he's kind of stealthy, okay? Let me see if I can, like, come up with a character trait or a voice that can be... That can that would go along with a stealthy character. Right. And then I was like... I was thinking about what he's gonna look like because I do. I had to. I had to explain it to you guys when we got to him, and I was like, "Okay, he's gonna he's gonna be sitting there when they come." So he's kind of he's already kind of cool because he's already there. Um, 
let's give him an eye patch. That's always kind of cool. <laughs> and have him smoking a cigarette, like a, an eat, like almost like a like a magic cigarette while he's there. Not not like a, not like weed magic cigarette, like a cigarette that never goes away. <laughs> yeah. No problem with it being a weed cigarette. It's just that's not what it is. Um, we very much tried to make it. It would have it would have yeah. yeah. been green yeah. instead of blue. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, uh, and 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 so when I when I I, I came up with that idea for what he's going to look like. And then I was like, okay, well, that reminds me, and I'm sure they were, that, that they, were they were correlated. That reminds me <laughs> of the character of Solid Snake from the Metal Gear games. Right. I do a atrocious, but I find <laughs> wonderful Solid Snake impression. <laughs> and so I was like, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, so Solid yeah. Snake as a halfling. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. are you going to be hiding in boxes? Uh, absolutely. Oh, but nice. I'm gonna... <laughs> can, we, can we get a little bit of it, Bobby? Well, people have just heard it, but I got. Well, I can give you. I can give you my solid snake impression. It's for, it's for, it's for Justin. It's for Justin right now. <laughs> Metal Gear. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it's really tough to to use that accent and not say Metal Gear. It's <laughs> like how I get into the accent. It's like right. so you'll be buying a lot of Metal Gear. Yeah, or, or, or you'll or on the recording. Brian will have to cut out me saying, "Okay, wait, Metal Gear," and then me just and then talking oh, it's in like, the right. voice. You gotta go. Uh, Good night. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, to get the accent. Yeah. So So that's inspiration behind them. And, and, and Bobby so, goes into the bathroom before we record yeah. each show and just says Metal Gear into yeah, yeah. the mirror over and over. And there are other words I can say to get into it. Uh, Meryl or <laughs> liquid. Those, those <laughs> words I can say because they're all Metal Gear words. Otacon. Like I can say those words. Um, what, what was the sketch we did? It was it was Solid Snake driving a car and getting pulled over. He gets pulled over by a cop, <laughs> um, and then Otacon is in his trunk, and it was fine. Okay, that's um, right. but uh, but yeah, we did that sketch. But yeah, so that's where that's what the idea came from. I was like, I need an accent I could do consistently. That if it was awful, it wouldn't really matter if it was awful. Yeah. So I thought about like, oh, should I try to do an English accent to like kind of be like, and maybe I he knows right. Henley or something like that. But <clears throat> Brian's accent might be bad. But he can keep it up. Yes, I cannot yeah. keep it up. Or he was consistently. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. slip in between. Well, let's call let's call it ninety percent of the time. Yes, there, there were those. Yeah. I mean, you, those moments, and you kept some in. Yes, where you'd be like, but, "What was that?" Yeah. <laughs> but most of the time, you cut them out. Yeah, I did. But there were times I kept them in. But yeah, you where you'd slip out of it, but you always go back into it. I I can't like I, I will go from the the uh, New York ac- like the British accent to the New York accent to like an Indian accent. Like it just like it just <laughs> right. well, I just can't control it, so I couldn't do that one. Um, but I am very excited to play and, 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 and do that stuff. Awesome. And I'm, I'm excited to see what a different setting it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, me too. Like, me too. Like, <laughs> for, for us, I, I, I'm speaking for you, Jackie, but Henley was always... Look, we fell immediately into our fanboy remix place. Oh, this absolutely... The dynamic you hear between those three characters yeah. is mm-hmm. pretty much the dynamic between me, Bob, and Brian. <laughs> right. yeah, in, really. in real life, it's like and very, our podcast, absolutely, right. It's very much our dynamic to start with. So that came easily. And it was funny because I think if you, if you trace the origin of that relationship back... Not, not, the, not the actual real relationship. Because <laughs> right. um, we don't want to talk about those kind of things. Uh, but, uh, um, but the origin of the relationship between those characters and how you easily slip into that really came down, this is why Dungeons and Dragons is so cool, it came down to an actual dice roll, which was in that first episode, Brian rolled that horrible roll when he was trying to sneak away. Yes! Oh, yes. Right, right, on the fell. path with the wagon. And he jumped right. up and he Your fell on his face. Your wonderful description of yes. him falling yep. out of the bushes. And, and that yeah. sets wow. the entire 
the yeah. entire idea of who Henley is as a months of what we were doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which is so cool. So let me read the last question we have, and then we'll ask about the ending, and then we'll get out of here. Um, for the this is from Cody Tietrich. Uh, for the for the trio, what did you have in mind when you made your character? So think about that for a second. And for me, what has been the toughest, funniest moment for you? Um, and for Justin, how did you find the perfect sound effects? Woof. Um, uh, I'll go first. Because why you guys think um, the toughest and most fun moment uh, for me? They're the, the toughest. Every every recording, there is a very tough moment, but only internally for me because. Even though you guys don't know the story I'm trying to tell, and nobody knows the story I'm trying to tell, I know the story I want to tell. And there are certain times where the story moves along at a very brisk pace and everything's making sense, but there have got to be those times where there's, like, the leap. There's, like, the lodge leap. There's, like, the connecting dots. There's, like, the Columbo and, you know, one more thing. So, like, it's not always going to be natural. Sometimes me as a dungeon master has to create a situation where a character is saying something that... I have to make sound natural that is not a natural thing for any character to ever say to anybody. Those are always the toughest moments for me. The only other thing that's tough for me is there's sometimes where I'm like, okay, most of the time my plot points are very like squishy. Like I, we can move stuff around. There are times where stuff has to happen and I just have to like be like, Julian, you should really try doing this right now. And I hate doing it. That it like, makes my lot. skin that crawl. Did it makes my yeah. skin yeah. Like, crawl to have right. to do it. Right. It, like, Suddenly, you think. This yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah, the, drama, <laughs> the, the the dramatist part of my brain like wants right. to like scream when Whatever I. Whatever you try, that door is definitely not going to open. That yeah, way yeah, yeah exactly, but, exactly. <laughs> Twenty five minutes into us, <laughs> let's try the door. Again. There is a difference between don't do this thing and you have to do this thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. But but those are still those moments where like I, I don't like the most fun moment for me really was the one time we all recorded together. Um, that episode oh. was great. It yes. worked out so, so well. And my two, f- it's this weird, like, sort of, like, parent feeling as the DM. Those two moments, the moment with the boulder rolling down the thing where you guys scrambled up it and ran up it. That moment, and the way you took out, like, the Ogre King guy. Oh, freeze and push. Those two <laughs> moments were, like, were, were, I was so happy. And what lack of a I'm proud because you guys didn't resort to just like what, what I what I'll just call two dimensional thinking, which was just right. like I'll run up to him, I'll smack him with the hammer, and I'll take the thing. It was like, but all of you had like ideas about what you want to do. Bob was small; he's going to go up invisible, put up the the shield, grab the thing. Right. You're going to let the bunny explode. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! Yeah. Yeah. L- listening to that, like that was... your grace, your grace, your grace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was, was very yeah. funny. All that stuff. Yeah. That was that was the most fun I had because Four that was like the moment where one. where everything was. You guys were all thinking and all improving at a very fast pace and not using all the stuff you had, you always used. Yeah. Uh, that that was one of the times. And then the dragon the dragon battle as well was very fun for me. Well, especially the end of it was hysterical. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, that whole part. But everything about it was great. Right. Um, and the episode you haven't heard yet, Justin, yes. I'll say another one too, is uh, the, the Fenris wolf puzzle yes. sequence where you guys, it was the only time ever that I was like, I'm going to lay out the clues, and this is how I expect them to figure it out. And you guys figured it out, like, the way I laid it out. <laughs> and, and it I, never happened. And it never right. happened. Yeah. And it, but it, but which, which one was that? The wolf where you had to tie the ribbon around his the foot. Ribbon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Two um, wolf sounds. 
<laughs> wolf sounds, big wolf sounds, like giant wolf. Oh, okay. So I got to. Did you see Thor Ragnarok? What? Did you see Thor Ragnarok? Not yet. Okay. Did you see the trailer for Thor Ragnarok? Yes. There's That's a giant wolf the, in there. Yes. That's the wolf. Okay. Okay. Yes. Right. Um, that is Fenris Wolf, by the way, in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that that, that that those were the times that were most fun for me. And it wasn't like I, you guys didn't do exactly like, like there wasn't a step for a step thing for me for when you did the wolf puzzle. But, but there was like there was like was points that I wanted you guys to get the context clues, yeah, and you got them, and I felt very good also about myself because I was like I I did this right, yeah. You figured I left out the clues the in the right place. Able to be solved. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you didn't figure it out right away, but right. you figured it out in a, in a, in like a good amount of time, and, and that was really cool to to feel. Um, <clears throat> Justin, what about you? What about finding perfect sound effects, Perf- perfect sound effects. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I ever find perfect <laughs> sound effect. But you're underestimating yourself. It's, you're it's, amazing. It's really easy when Battle Bards has a spell for the spell you're using. Right, yeah, yeah. So I just take those for Battle Bards. Mm-hmm. But it, for me, it's more fun when those little things. It's like happen. random and weird. Yeah, right? just like those, yeah. like like uh, trying to find like a thousand different paper sounds. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And like reusing sounds and trying to make them sound different right, like right. hiding the fact that I'm reusing them <laughs> once in a while yeah but uh well I, I just I just spend the time in that in that listening as a you know listening to it without sound effects as my time to mm. like dive into those but right I mean the perfect sound effect? <laughs> is there ever I mean it, it is to me yeah but yeah. it's probably yeah. not to other people I but listen to other little little handling yeah and it shapes yeah. people's That's imagination. Yeah. It helps to yeah. mold it into what Bobby's looking yeah. to do. Yeah. I remember when we did the Halloween episode. That um, was one of my favorite episodes. That's one of my, that for, made my favorite episode sounds. of the show yeah. as well as sound-wise and just like plot-wise and story-wise. Um, and it's it's funny how like things end up becoming linchpins of the narrative mm-hmm. that I didn't intend to be linchpins of the narrative before they happened, right? right. So like the, the Halloween episode, Brian just couldn't be there. He couldn't be there that day. And, and I don't remember if that was a planned thing or it was a, like... I got married. No, no, but we didn't actually record <laughs> Halloween. We recorded way before, well before Halloween. But I don't remember what, I don't remember what it was. Um, okay. But, like, I was like, I got to write this Halloween thing. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to have them get into, like, this random one-off Halloween adventure or whatever. And they're going to go to this town. I'm going to make it, like, Cthulhu-based because I know how Bob, much Bob loves right. that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like... Um, I, this maybe this will give me a chance to like tie it into Bob's character a, l- a little bit at this point, um, and then, and then I was like, I was like, I had thought when I had written the outline because way back when we started, uh, after like the first one two episodes, I wrote an outline of the entire adventure, and a lot of it changed. I mean, there there was going to be a whole like uh, the Blackthorn thing was going to be something totally different. It was going to be a castle full That's of puzzle rooms. That's what I was getting from you, yeah. Oh. It was going to be a castle full of puzzle rooms. Oh, um, well, that would have been like, we, we'd still be recording. Yeah, still based on like a video game thing because that was going to be like Portal because there's going to be like a GLaDOS-like like, oh. like person on like a, like a loudspeaker like accosting you guys and making fun of you guys as you went through it. Right. Mm. Um, which I still might use at some point in another adventure down the road. But we already had done like two puzzle-centric things and I was like, I don't really want to do another one. Yeah. Um, so I came up with that like, Really, like, I had scrapped an entire, like, thing and just came up with that, like, two weeks before we ended up doing it. Uh, but I wrote the outline out and I was like, I, I, I came up before, I came up like, they're going to meet 
this Sildar person in the mines, but it's not going to really be ja. Sildar. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, brah. Yeah, brah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's not going to... It's not, Actually, the first thought came was, they're going to meet the bad guy early on, but they're not going to know no, it was the bad, bad guy. guy. That, was the, that was my own... That was the kernel of Great the book. idea. Yeah. You know? And then I was, we were going through the adventure, and I was like, oh, there's this character that was missing that they've never met before. This is a perfect chance to put him in there. Right. And then I was like, okay. And then this is going off the start adventure. In the start adventure, you go to the town where the red brands are, and they're bad guys. Like, they're, they're sort of bad guys. You, get taken, you, you have to take down their lair to save the town. And I was like, okay, but what if they're not bad guys? What if they're really good guys? But since they're so bad that they need to protect themselves from it. Uh-huh. But it was also, and I was like, and what if, because I have to, they have to find out the guy they're with is not the guy they think it is. Yeah. How the fuck can I figure, uh, do that to them? What if the guy that they, they go to it knows who this guy is? But the guy who's pretending to be the guy who the guy is doesn't know that, you know? So right, right. go for it. Nice. Which I think was a lot of fun for being a person that's read I've through. I've played it. My head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> who, who's read through that, like, starter mm-hmm. kit mm-hmm. adventure, like, and I've actually listened to like three other podcasts who play that. Yeah, yeah, me too. And everybody goes a different way. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so yeah. it was kind of fun to be like, oh, they're not <laughs> bad guys. Yeah. So I was trying to do that, and then, and then the other thought was just in, in my like little notes. I had, I, I want, I want them to meet the bad guy before he was the bad guy. You know, when when he was not this guy, right. and I want them to be partially responsible for the yeah, fact right, that he is the bad guy. Really made that, a lot you know. And so, um, I so then when we did the 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 episode with the Halloween episode, I was like, okay, like uh, this is the chance because like it's totally removed. Mm-hmm. So how do I make it totally removed but not have Henley part of it? Because why wouldn't Henley be with them? Like mm-hmm. if they wanted this adventure, like it doesn't make any sense. We already established, it can't be a prequel, because we already know that they didn't know each other before. Yeah. Yeah. We already established that in the canon. So, I was like, let's have them time travel. Okay, they're time traveled. Okay, maybe they now they're going to meet this young, this, the young version yeah. of this bad guy. But they don't know the bad guy's name. Yeah. So, I was like, I can, I can just be as open as possible. I can call him Henrique. I can say whatever. Right. They're never going to know, you know? Right. But I was like, what's the one thing they know about the bad guy that he says toodles that's the yes. only yeah, yeah, thing yeah. they know about yep. the bad guy yeah. is that he says toodles yeah so because so i have to layer it in there that that he says it at some point so I, I put that in there and then meeting young henley literally i decided you're going to meet young henley yeah the moment before you met him <laughs> right yeah ah. i was like i was like okay they're gonna go to a house it can't just be a random house like i gotta make what it house is yeah, this i have to make it important yeah. for some reason yeah. so it was henley and then that story, after I did that story, um, I was like, w- when we kept going on, I was like, when I got around the Blackthorn thing, I was like, we haven't resolved this. We haven't resolved Henrique. Because, right. like, Henrique, yeah, he saw, like, crazy bad shit when he was a kid and he saw his dad die. But when they leave him, he's not like, I don't believe in the world. He's, he's like, genius. he's kind of like, I want to do good things, you know? So wh- how do we get past that point? And so I did the Blackthorn thing, and I was like, okay, I want to do a Dark Souls thing. I want them to be, keep going back and forth and having to die. And then I was like, but what's like an in-fiction reason why they keep going back and die? Maybe they're, maybe it's like a time loop. Right. Okay, if they're caught in a time loop, then it can be any time. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, they're going to meet people in this town because I have the NPCs. Like, uh, I could create new ones, but that's not impactful. That's no fun. Yeah. I got to uh, let me bring back other NPCs that we've seen before. Yeah. I brought them back. And then I was like, and initially the plan was okay, there's a snake. There was always the. I was listening to Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology at the time. There was always <laughs> the snake that guarded the town. Yeah. There was going to be the wolf okay. that guarded, guarded the woods. And there was going to be, like, basically Hela guarding the swamp. Right. Um, but I was like, I don't, like, that's not, what, what is that? Why does this thing exist? Because I always knew Henry fashioned it, but how did he fashion it? And then I was like, we've already established that there's this character, Lujan, that they have met yeah. that n- somehow knew them already. Right. So why does she know them already? Why does she know who Henrique is? What, and, then, and then that kind of developed itself around... The, the back but really before you guys got to the swamp I didn't really know what it was going to be you know I was just like somebody has to sacrifice something yeah mm-hmm. um uh and this will be the point where Henrique sacrifices part yeah. of himself to save them and it really creates this like very hard like almost Terminator like like <laughs> yeah. complex yeah. which is like the only way that the three make it to take down Henrik is if Henrik like, gives up is, part of himself, yeah. which turns him into the Henrik that we know. Henrik, yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> Amen. So that's how I got to the ending. I mean, the biggest thing about the ending, right, is that Brian and I talked, once we knew that Brian was taking over, we kind of had the same idea at the same time, which was something needs to happen to Henley. Because yeah, he can't just do. go away. Um, and so we came up with this idea. Uh, Brian just goes to me, he goes, I want something to happen to Henley. I, I want him to, like, I want him to die, basically. Um, uh, and he said, like, I don't want you to tell me what it's going to be, but, I, I, but like, I want it to happen. Bobby, I'm sorry. I have some cat issues. Hold that thought. Sure, second, right. please. Yeah. We're having cat issues <laughs> on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Cat issues, I was yeah. attacked. It's an internet yeah, thing, exactly. you know? Um, yeah, they're no shit. Yeah. He's Cats really the good, internet. but yeah, he'll go under the table and just like all claws and teeth <laughs> and start biting your toes. That was a really long way around to say about the, about the whole episode. Um, <laughs> we came up with like those like the the sounds and the and the and and, and like the he came up with like the gargles and the uh, the, the the simultaneous speaking and mm-hmm. and how we're gonna how you're gonna layer I'm that sorry. in. It's okay, Brian. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. And that was really really cool. It was really awesome. Um, uh, but Brian, I was uh, just saying, um, you came to me and you said like, I want Henley to die, but I don't, I don't want to know like what's what it's going to be, but I want to know that it's going to happen. Basically, is what is what we talked about. Exactly. Um, I I didn't think from a narrative standpoint there'd be anything that was smart or okay with like, yeah, I'm just going away now. Like, they find a way for we'll bring him back. He's <laughs> Well, that's the great thing about this kind of universe is there is absolutely always always a way to bring it back. Exactly, exactly. But I wanted there to be, I mean, for all of his dickery, (laughs) there to be something meaningful in an end. Right, and it's really funny because (laughs) if you listen to the episode, and Justin has not yet, but he'll hear it, there's a moment, I planned this all out, I told Brian, I called him on the way to Jackie's when we recorded, I said, when I say this, that's your cue, this is your moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing happens, like, the thing with the, 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 the like, the, 
the three items put together that have to be broken mm -hmm. apart, and if you try to break them apart, it's going to kill you, right? It's going to burn you to death. <laughs> it's going to disintegrate your body. So I'm like, okay, Brian's got to step up and do it. So I say the thing, and before Brian can say anything, Jackie is like, I'll do it. And she grabs it, and I was like, oh my god, I have no <laughs> idea what I'm going to do <laughs> if this happens. But Luckily, after like 10 seconds, yeah. I was like, oh no, that hurts too much. Yeah. <laughs> So Thrace's non-bravery uh, really helped us out. Now, I, I have a question in this yep. vein, too, because it if you touch the button on the mm -hmm. iPod or mm -hmm. Discman. Discman, yeah. If I can, I'm thinking in my head, I knew where we were headed. I mean, we're, we're out of mm -hmm. character yeah. completely at this point. I knew Brian was taking over next time mm -hmm. around. Well, if I can shoot fire out of my hands, why can't I touch? Yeah, but you're not immune to fire. If I can shoot bolts of lightning out of my hand, I'm thinking my own head. Why can't I light my hand on fire and hit the button? <laughs> except it screws up everything. And I'm going like, you also couldn't have because because you you have figured it but, out. But, but also, but, just I don't have to figure it out. In the rules of D and D, just because you can conjure a fire spell doesn't make you impervious to fire. Yeah, that's not how it works. You're just conjuring the You're elements conjuring the, elements. Okay. the gods or whatever. Jack's character wasn't me to fire, but this was I can shoot a gun. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I can't be hurt by a bullet. <laughs> good point. Okay, good point. But I made it so that it wasn't necessarily like fire, it was like it was disintegrating yeah. like the skin. Like it wasn't like okay. I intentionally made it something that wasn't easily like sidesteppable right. by, yeah. by like a regular thing. Um, so, so if Thrace had, had been like, No, I'm staying here, I'm sacrificing myself. Would you have, like, Odame Browned me and, like, put Thrace's spirit into Henley? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been pissed if we'd have finished the episode and I figured out, that, oh, great, now I'm the DM next. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you would still be a player, but you'd be in <laughs> Henley's yeah. body. You'd be in Thrace oh. in Henley's body. So I'd just have to do a really bad British accent. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, let's, let, let's, let's finish off with the rest of, of Cody's question, which oh, is cool. about the inspirations for all three of your characters. Okay. Uh, Bob, uh, for you. I'm a huge fan of HP Lovecraft. And when Bobby came to me, we were throwing ideas around and I went, okay, the only thing I kind of know a lot of in this sort of world is let me play with that. So mm -hmm. everything's out in the open now. Yeah, of course. Right. So I came up with the whole idea of a character who was actually from the 1930s, yeah. who had found himself thrust backwards. Mm -hmm. He had studied a lot of weird books and done a lot of weird things. I wrote a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm kind of nuts. With that. No, that's great. Right and, and Bobby, you loved what I was doing. I did it was sort of. Well, I made it. It honestly was the inspiration for the story. Like I made the story about your character in a lot of ways. It was about latched your, on your, to that. Yeah, yeah, your character crossing over is what causes everything to happen, and it gave me an idea for Henrique, which was to create like. Uh, an inverse version of you, which, you know, which could be like where you could have gone if things had been worse mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Jackie, for you, Jackie? Um, mine was, I tried to link it to the closest thing I know, which is like years of playing like Zelda and Final Fantasy mm -hmm. and Skyrim and all this kind. So I was like, all right, whenever I play those games, my main thing is to play as a tank. 
because as we said earlier, <laughs> who the fuck wants to be the healer? I don't want to hang around in the background and throw healing spells at you while you get all the glory. I don't want that. I want to be the one hitting things. Mm-hmm. Big so, warhammer. Yeah. Flaming so like, warhammer. My first thought was, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be the same character I am in every one of these games mm-hmm. I play. So it just really developed from there. But then it kind of like you know that developed in itself to try and find like a, a softer part of Thrace mm-hmm. where it wasn't just the hitting things with the Warhammer, but right. trying to, you know, being really kind of out of place and a little socially awkward because of it. Yeah. To try and, you know, like hitting things is my, my you know, my defense mechanism, yeah, yeah. quite literally. Yeah. I mean, that stuff you came up with, with like the, the, the dad stuff wasn't me. That was in the, the thing <laughs> right. again. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I tried to bring that stuff in like, right. because you guys gave it to me. Right. Um, but there is an interesting evolution of Thrace's character. Which begins as the kind of noble... I was trying to do the right thing, and I was trying to like prove that I could be the, the noble warrior that my father didn't think yeah. I could be. And yeah, by the end of it, I'll, you know, we dropped that dragon on like, a whole load of people. Uh, yeah, which we did. By the end of it, you're like... Oh, yeah, she had that tender thing. moment, though. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, the, but definitely, once dragon. you get to the end, once you hear these last couple, I definitely got to the point where I was like, I don't give a shit. Honestly, as yeah. long as it's not my problem, I don't want to know. Yes. Right. <laughs> Um, Brian, what about you? Um, well, my, my boss, um, he always accuses me of trying to find the angle in, every, in any situation. That's, like, a, that's a very well-founded oh, accusation. Yeah. That's, a, that's such a problem. In, in fact, he just does a 45-degree motion with his flat palm whenever I say, like, oh, this cool thing happened to me. <laughs> um, so I, I was thinking about that, like, I, I heist movies are my favorite genre of movies, con man movies, stuff like that. So, like, where can I draw? Because I want to, like, I've, I've never done anything RPG ish really at all. Um, so, if I get to play in that sandbox and have that sort of fun, what would I want to do? And it would be like, again, a scoundrel, uh, kind of a, you know, a, a thief is too simple, but like somebody who's always trying to, like, just win. You know, you know, con you out of your stuff, and, and I'm going through the. And, and by, by the way, this may be on what, the first or second show, but Bobby bought us all the players. Like, yeah, yes. it was a gift from Bobby. Yes. 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 Thank yes. you very, very much. Yes. Also, part of uh, like, I just want to do this fucking thing, so I'm not going to have any obstacle. I'm just going to yeah. buy you all the book. But then also another interesting little trivia piece with this was, um, I think, not last Christmas, the Christmas before. My now husband had texted Bobby and said, Hey, you got any ideas where I can get Jackie for Christmas? And he said, Yes, a set of dice and a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> so that is what I got from my husband at nice. Christmas. <laughs> so so uh, the name um, is Henley from The Great Escape, which is uh, James Garner's character. He's yes. a scrounger. Yes. Uh, the one oh. can get you anything. Um, and and, and Lil P just kind of was for <laughs> sure yeah. Yeah. Uh, pun now intended organic <laughs> you just got up so, in the morning looked in the mirror and went got it I'm right? pretty sure that it happened in the moment like you said what's, think, yeah. what's your last yeah. name and you were like Lil Peen I'll cue that up the best name ever H-E-N-D-L-E-Y okay and any last name Brian Nope. I'm going to call you 
little penis. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Edley little penis. <laughs> uh, we could, we could, we could do, we could do L I L P E E N little peen. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Oh little peen. Nope. Henley little peen. Uh, little peen. So, uh, so yeah, it, it, it was wanting to be able to, and the coolest thing about, about the manual was like, oh my God, there are these archetypes. They do it. They, they, yeah. Exactly what I'm looking for is here. Right. Like, Nothing against wizards, nothing against paladins, like, like, fine, whatever. This is fucking cool, and I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Our headphone thing is a little loose. There we go, it's good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it was cool to see you guys come up with the characters and, and figure out, and thanks, obviously, to Mara for helping us get, get through yes. all of that, because we yes. wouldn't really get through that without it. Um, it seems like forever ago that, that we had those conversations about what we were going to do. Um, especially for me, coming up with the new character and having to slot him into like level 10. Right, you, you, know, have, to go yeah, you have to do a lot yeah. of thought about your thought. character if you're leveling up that far. I will say, though, that the D&D Beyond website really helps with mm. it because like, I can put in what I want to do, I can see what level I want to be, and it just tells me what, like, oh, okay. what, you know, you pick this spell or that spell, this spell or that spell. We have to play catch up there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's exciting, and, and we're going to get cooking with the new adventure in, in a couple of weeks, and um, a couple weeks from when this comes out, and a couple weeks from uh-huh. now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's probably going to be like February by the time we actually start recording this, but um, I don't. I have no no clue when this episode is airing, so it's like a complete time warp. We're like a week before, week ten days before Christmas, no, yeah. we, we eleven did, days before Christmas. Yeah, we did so much time travel on the show. It's true, yeah, true. It's true. We can, yeah, timey wimey, yeah, timey wimey, exactly. But you know, say like go make the Halloween episode, timey wimey thing. It ends up being the set piece for the finale. Yeah, right? is the same place. Yeah. So like. And that's my biggest thing. Apart, I guess people who are who are listening, who are writing this stuff, or even to Brian, who is now in the midst of figuring this stuff out, is like. And I told this to you before, Brian. Just don't be worried about letting things become important that you didn't think were going to be important before. Yeah, and vice versa. You've had to learn to let stuff go. Oh yeah, yeah. You think plenty, plenty of stuff. Yeah. Plenty of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I have to let stuff go. Characters, all, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, but you said you found there was a couple of episodes where you found a way of we ruined it in one way but then a couple of episodes later you were able to bring that concept in yeah totally yes it. or I would just I, you, yes a concept would get taken out that I, I had to repurpose well there was a time where Bob wasn't supposed to be like last minute he wasn't supposed to come that's right I thought so I, I was wrote an entire episode in like me. 15 minutes mm. th- without Bob as part of it and it was like very complicated it was like it was this whole thing and then Bob calls like oh I, I can make it <laughs> but I was supposed to do an episode unconscious at a time yeah, warp or I was whatever. Like, oh my god, what am I supposed to do now? Um, and so we did an episode, and then ended up, I ended up repurposing that storyline. But instead of it being Bob who gets unconscious, it was the I can't remember her fucking name. Lee. Yes. Yes. Lee. Yes. Uh, becomes unconscious, and that's that's is, that's. Is, that's I just that what we used her to batter the door open or something yeah, in the yeah. head? Which I, is, I might have. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite moments of the podcast <laughs> when everyone was like, "What is Bobby gonna do for this? <laughs> this woman's voice? voice. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah." That, I liked her voice. Her voice was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And do you want to walk back over to Lee at this point? Oh, of course. Yes. Okay. Let's let's go approach this girl. I'm sure she's lovely. So her head's down, oh, and she's sort of playing, girl. and just sort of like, I went, I went in for this voice. <laughs> You got to speak to her. She's not looking yes. up. Oh my god, um, uh, Miss Miss Rockseeker. Yes. <laughs> I think all of us could not wait to hear Bobby's girl dwarf voice. 
<laughs> All right, hang on. Take a minute to stop laughing. All right, um, Miss Miss Rockseeker. Yes, that is my name. We're we're much enjoying your performance. Please don't don't insult me. No, no, we we are fans. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that that kind of stuff. It's 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 cool to see that stuff develop and and become what it is because you know you never know. You know, it's very neat. Um, but I uh, I think it's gonna do it. For our out of character episode, um, at D and D Adventure on Twitter, Adventure at TalkingComplex.com is the email address. I'm at Bobby Shortle on Twitter. Justin, J D E R E I L L Y. That's Justin Riley on Twitter. All right, Jackie. At Jackie Turner, J C Q U I. Are you gonna change that now? I don't know if I can. You can, can change it. You can change it. Brian. I'll do the DMV first. At Brian Bergerosa. Or at Movies Talking, either one. Or at Movies Talking, because yes. I use it like my personal Twitter. And Bob <laughs> is at his house, if you'd like to go knock on the door. Yes, or, or at Reese's, as you mentioned <laughs> yeah, before, exactly, which I just yeah. came from Bob before I was Reese's, here. Yeah. Or to Bob Breyer at TalkingComicBooks.com. Yes. We, we once had a fake Twitter account for Bob when we did that movie. Yes. I think it was they Bob Hayes said... 420. Yes. <laughs> right, yeah. It's Bob as nice. a teenage pothead. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. I still get notifications from Twitter. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I still get emails that go like, oh, um, can you please confirm your account yes. Bobby the Boner? Right. <laughs> yes. Wow. I actually still use the email account that I set up and it's like it's become like my junk one. So if I like want to sign up for something but I think I'm probably yeah. going to get junk mail, I'll use that. So I'm in a store and I decide to use that one because I'm not sure. And I actually have to say out loud with people all scanning all over the place, uh, it's uh, it's my chemical jack gmail. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Bobby the Boner. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, that was embarrassing. <laughs> um, Justin mentioned them before, but uh, Battle Bards uh, and Tabletop Audio yeah, are two t- sites Tim, we use. Tim from Tabletop mm. Audio, he's he's great. He, yeah, he, he came just came up with a whole bunch of new stuff too. Oh, cool. Uh, that that Blackthorn trilogy sort of. The sound <laughs> that was one of his uh, that oh, cool. I used for what, hours, probably. Very, very cool. Yeah, very very cool. cool. Uh, I will say the Blackthorn, the trials of Blackthorn ended up being like the the an epic. I didn't expect it to be. It was like uh, ten episodes, eleven episodes long, or whatever. Right, right. Um, it, it was crazy long. Well, that was when we were in out like the the biggest midst of the. What should we do? Should we open the yes. door? Should yes. we touch the door? Yeah. Should we Puzzles. smell yes. the door? Yes. Literally, I created it also because I was like, if they know they can just die and come back, they won't be so reticent to yeah. like, walk in a door. But also, I can't believe, like, I played Dark Souls, and the first time we, like, got to the fire, that it, it, Bobby's like, you walk into a, a play, uh, an opening, and there's a bonfire. And I was like, nah, let's not write it. We're, let's we're not just, light it. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to light yeah. it. We're just going to go into the next room. Like, yeah. I don't want to light it. And then afterwards, Bob was like, you do realize if you lit the fire, you can come back to the fire. <laughs> I was kind of throwing that to you. Yeah, I was trying. So four episodes I'm later, we lit the fire. I'll leave this up. No. sorry. I, I got to run. All right, Brian. Love you, man. I'll talk All to you right. later. Happy right. holidays. Good to see you guys. Love you, bye. Smell you on the flip side. <laughs> I'll say this one last thing and then we're going to get out of here. Okay. The biggest frustration I ever had doing the show was during the Blackthorn thing <laughs> when you get to the fire pit and I just offhandedly say, oh, and there's like a like a slide to your right that goes up. Oh. Ah, we spent like you spent an hour like, 35 <laughs> minutes yeah. trying to get up a fucking slide. 
45 minutes and I, that was the best we're like alright how about if one of you pushes push it. and then we were throwing over everything and Bobby's like you well, use the rope we use the down. magic and at some point I was like guys move on from the slide <laughs> <laughs> and then and then another episode like you know like yeah. a, a few hours later in the yeah. recordings um, we go into a room and then it's like and then you slide back down and you oh. in the bonfire room yeah. and we're all like oh, oh. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> And it's so funny because I say, like, oh, they're on this top platform, like, and there's a slide to your left. And they're like, oh, a slide? What's that? And they get on it, and they're on the bonfire. I'm like, you don't even remember? No, no. I was horrible at remembering. You don't even remember. You spent 45 minutes trying to get up it. You don't remember. No, that was 45 minutes ago. I've got no Anyway, that's going to do it for this out-of-character episode. Next time you hear us, we'll be back in character, and we'll be, uh, Brian will be DMing. So... Oof. It'll it'll be Thrace, Julian, and Redfield hitting hitting the next adventure. We don't have the bricks. No idea what it's going to be, um, but I'm excited to find out. Absolutely awesome. So until next time, to be continued. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs>